With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Browns make the playoffs. Brees Hall goes crazy. Brees' pieces, baby. Has a day. Jerome Ford has a day. David Njoku has a day. Joe Flacco fell asleep during the game, but had a day. He got tired, but he did great in the first half. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about for week 17. we got a lot of things to button up. we got a lot of new decisions that might need to be made given what unfolded here on Thursday night. Thursday nights have been kind of a blessing in disguise this year. Versus previous years, Monday night games have been the ones that have been disappointing, but not Thursday night games. Not Thursday night wrap-up show uh, content either, right? We're here to do it live. We're here to break it down. We're here to help you win week 17. And it all begins right now. File on in, hit the like button. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. Live whenever news breaks, live after games, live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we're here to break down this game, this this pretty exciting, to be honest, game between the Jets and the Cleveland Browns. And with both, uh, you know, you could call Deshaun Watson, I don't want to say elite quarterback, but Big-name quarterback Aaron Rodgers. You could even say Aaron Rodgers might not be elite anymore or would have been or could have been, uh, but like still very, very big name. This could have been quite a show, showdown had injuries not you know, taken place between these two teams, but it still was, was quite a battle, absolute scoring fest uh, for the most part in the beginning of the game at least. And the Browns got off to a hot start. This, is a, this was a crazy, crazy, crazy game. And we're here to break it down. We're here to talk about what you might need to do moving forward in your league, what you should do, what you might need to take a swing on given how the game unfolded. Maybe you're down by a lot. Maybe somebody had somehow, some way had Joe Flacco. Maybe you had Amari Cooper and now you're worried about what the hell you're going to do because you weren't able to score points and now you see your opponent have Jerome Ford or whatever and you need to deliver on something different. We'll take that into account and, and do it live here. First super chat of the evening came in as DeBolt. He said he is eight feet tall. And when he says, DeBolt says Brees is eight feet tall, he means he's eight feet tall. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's Brees. 
He's brief. He does a whole of a job. A whole of a job. A whole of a job. Reese Hall, please report to the moon. He does a Get breezed. Get breezed indeed, ladies and gentlemen. DeBalt, first super chat of the night gets a standing O. Standing O for my boy. And if anybody wants to cop one of these Brees Hall, Brees' Pieces shirts, let me just tell you something. This right here, this shirt, ladies and gentlemen, can be found in the description of this video. If you want to wear this out on New Year's Eve, as the ball's dropping, and your boy's back in the lab cranking out rookie content, because yes, when you're out there and the ball drops and it's January 1, and you're sitting there going, where's Smitty? What's Smitty doing? Smitty's in the lab hacking away at content, dropping rookie content. It all begins January 1. And if you want to wear this out, this little puppy out, out and about on New Year's Eve, you just go to the link in the description and cop you a Breeze's Pieces shirt. And be be the the bell of the ball on your on New Year's Eve at your party. Do it live. Thank you, DeBalt, for the first super chat of the evening. I appreciate you very much. Uh, the second one's from Boone, and he says, started the Cleveland D. Let's go. Both of my super chats, early super chats, handled out of the way. There you go. Appreciate you guys. Um, thank you very much. Now, let's get to the stats real quick in this game and, and start off with Joe Flacco. Three TDs really early on in the first half. One INT, th- 296 yards, and then he literally had just from, I think it was 296. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From that point, like it was like 10, 13, 12 yards from that 296 all the way to 309, and that was it. He played the whole game. He just didn't do anything in the second half. It's crazy how that works. I even said that uh, on the show. It's like a guy could have three TDs in the first half, and almost nine times out of ten, he does nothing in the second half. That's just the nature of that kind of, you know, you get too much in the beginning and there's no way the universe is going to hand you a duplication of that event in the second half of a game. Uh, but he also fell asleep. Let, like, let's give him his flowers, first of all. Okay, absolutely love Christopher Smith in the building, everybody. Christopher Smith, practically a, a super chat celebrity. He says he's looking forward to the year. The year is looking forward to you, young man. And it all begins really now, but January 1. While you're out there celebrating New Year's, I'm in here dropping the content. Okay, um, what was I saying? Oh, so Joe Flacco, give him his flowers. He absolutely tore it up. This is not a negative on him at all, but he, he fell asleep on the bench during the game because he's past his bedtime. It was past his bedtime, and they showed a video clip of him falling asleep on the bench. He just kind of went like this and, and startled, himself, startled himself awake. awake. I mean, you can't expect the man to be up 
this hour. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did his work. They should have just let him go back and, and sleep in a cot in the second half. Anyway, he didn't even do anything in the second half. It's just, let the man rest up. Let the man rest up. He deserves it. He's done amazing, fantastic game out of Joe Flacco. Let's give him one more standing ovation because Joe really deserves it. The old man did it, even taking a nap. You beat the Jets while you're sleeping, essentially, is what happens. So Joe did well. You know who else did well? Our little favorite potential start of the week in a, in a way. You know, this guy, before the game kicked off, I may have said, I don't know that I can trust Joe Flacco. Let's take the L. Let me take a little lap on that. Perps called in and said, should he start Joe Flacco or should he start Mahomes? And I said, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep at night knowing I benched Mahomes the one week he's going to bounce back. And Joe Flacco goes up against a Jets defense with no Amari Cooper. And and so that one's maybe on me, but maybe not. Because Flacco could go out, or I'm sorry, Mahomes could go out and run for 50, 60 yards. Essentially, that equals the touchdown and the INT, right? And, and all he has to do is throw for 302 touchdowns, and it's an even-steven type of an event. So I don't know that I'm fully going to be wrong yet, but I'll take an advanced lap on not expecting a 3-TD, 309 game out of Flacco against the Jets, even though he's ranked 20th across the industry for quarterbacks, and Mahomes is ranked 6. I still missed on it, so here's my lap. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for your league mates. And that skill is Jerome Ford. Jerome Ford is pretty much him. He's him disguised as him. And, and, and Ford came out and just worked magic. He came out and ran the ball... His usual 12 to 15 times, 5.3 a pop. Nothing to see there, Bob. That's not what I want you to look at. I don't need you looking at 12 for 64. It's a nice number, Bob. What I need you to do is focus on down a little bit down here. Yeah, the 2 for 57. And what is that? Two receiving touchdowns, Bob. Jerome Ford, Smitty. Is sharing carries with Cream Hunt, who keeps scoring touchdowns, Smitty. He did. Cream Hunt vultured a touchdown, Bob. But guess what? Jerome Ford has a particular set of skills that make opponents shart their pants when he pulls in touchdown receptions and is an absolute beast through the air. Two catches, two touchdowns. That's what Jerome Ford does. And he just, what I said before the game and, and really kind of all week when we talk about him is he just feels like a guy that's going to be in the end zone. Feels like a guy that just knows where the end zone is. And he did a damn fine job in this outing right here. And you know who else did well? And let's give Jerome Ford one more. You know, you know who else did well in this game? A man that goes by David Njoku, who pulled in six balls for 134 and was an absolute monster. And when we got asked questions like, what about Kelsey versus Njoku, Trey McBride versus Kelsey, Laporta versus Kelsey, the standard answer pretty much all week is this, and it remains this way for anybody that, that, that may have Kelsey. You find a way to play both. You find a way to play both. Quite honestly, McBride and Joku, 
and Laporta are your tight end option, your number one tight end option. If you own Kelsey and one of those gentlemen, and, and this includes Njoku, your only objective was to start the other guy and find a flex spot for Kelsey because you just can't, like I said, sleep at night the next day if Kelsey goes off his final game when it matters and you get screwed by Kelsey all year and then he screws you in the final game because you sit him. That's not a good look and it's not a good feeling. And Joku absolutely exploded. Now, Elijah Moore was a sneaky play. I admittedly didn't know how I felt about him and, and it, I, I passed on him in a lot of questions. I'm just going to admit that right now. Look, I'm not, I'm not a perfect man. I'm not a perfect man at all. I'm a human being. And there's a lot of Elijah Moore questions. And I just didn't feel that he was going to do well at all. Thank you, uh, Orion, saying this is his new favorite channel. It's it's This channel this channel favors you, Orion. Um, I, I think uh, I, I think this is, this, is, this is a tough play, tough to see coming. I know a lot of you love Elijah Moore. There's a big Elijah Moore fan club. And I think that, you know, it was hard to see him doing this against the Jets D. So kudos to anybody that had the balls and cojones to throw Elijah Moore out there, especially once they heard that, that uh, you know, Amari Cooper is out. This could be a good start. Instead of thinking, you know, oh, you know, Sauce Gardner is going to lock this boy down. <laughs> didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh, so congrats to everybody that had a little bit of that Browns offense today. And the Browns defense, can we give it up for the Browns defense as well? Congrats to all of you who had a piece of any of that that I just showed you on that screen. Defense, offense, everything. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. I know. I just threw up in my mouth too, Bob. Uh, Brees Hall, 13 totes, 84 yards. What is that? Let's calculate that. That is carry the odometer to the flux capacitor, uh, gigawatt, megawatt, offload, divide, that equals 6.5 yards per carry. Okay, okay, Smitty. But 13 carries, aren't we worried about that? We weren't with Ford, were we? No. 13 carries for Brees Hall, 6.5 a pop. That equals 84 yards on 13 totes. To the but I'm not done. But I'm not done because guess what this man does? This man lives for catching footballs. Guess what happens if there's no run game and someone says, Smitty, Brees Hall could get games scripted out. You know what my answer is? No, he will not. What I tell people is that this man knows how to pull in footballs. Nine targets, nine receptions. That equals 100%. This man knows what he's doing when a football's in the air. Nine receptions, 42 yards, one touchdown, 84 yards on the ground. Seems like a little bit of a dose of what we got last week, minus a touchdown, but it's still fa absolutely fantastic. And, and Brees Hall is continuing to do it all, and he does a hell of a job. He's eight foot tall, and anybody that doubted him knows that the door's over there. Because we're a Brees Hall community. Get your shirt in the description of the video. So, uh, recapping this, 5 for 50 for Garrett Wilson, 10 points. Look, it could have been worse. I'm a salvage, a salvage day. Um, nobody else of note really to talk about is Brees Hall and half of Garrett Wilson. 
is what you really got today out of this Jets offense. Hopefully, hopefully Aaron Rodgers comes back. I am a little worried about what could happen if they don't back up Aaron Rodgers properly next year. You know, if Flacco can do it, I feel like A-Rod can. Um, A-Rod could take a nap at halftime for all I care as long as they're up and scoring points like, like this Browns offense was then it doesn't really matter to me. But that is the game. And by the way, we hit this. This These were our underdog picks. Under, underdog uh, Fantasy. Promo code Smitty. The link I will drop in the live chat this very second. This link right. That's not the link. Let me copy the link and drop it in the live chat right now. Play Underdog Fantasy. Promo code Smitty. That is the link right there. I'm going to pin it right now. But if you use that link, it'll insert Code Smitty for you. Code Smitty will get you double your first deposit up to $100. And right before the show began, I said, everybody, minimum of 10 bucks, by the way. So go do it live. Uh, I said, these were my two favorite picks. 1.25 multiplier, too. That means they don't think these are going to happen. They're basically like, hey, if I up the odds on this, will you take it? And I said, yes, I'll take two. Uh, one Jerome Ford, any touchdown receiving or rushing, and one Brees Hall touchdown receiving or rushing. 1.5 multiplier. They really doubted Brees Hall. 1.25 Jerome Ford. What happened on drive one? Ford touchdown. What happened on the second drive of the game, the first drive of the Jets? Brees Hall touchdown. What do we do in the first two drives of this game? We hit both of these scorchers and we did it live. And you can do that too. And Smitty's got a little news. Smitty's got a little news. I'm I, I advanced in a few of these. Uh, I didn't advance in any. I lost last week in like three of the best ball manias. Um, but I am in a few. I'm in a big board. I'm in a, another pre-draft uh, best ball on underdog. This one right here. Um, it's early because you know there were only two teams playing. But this is a this is a fun little team that I got here let me put this on screen here and uh drop it and you guys can take a look at it and you tell me your you think the odds of me winning this one but this is my team uh this is my team on on underdog fantasy promo code smitty let me go ahead and do a screenshot of my squad and I will drag both of these here for your viewing pleasure but I'm in 77th place right now and it's only like I said only two games have played but I have a very good team 77th place currently and this could be you you can do this too. Currently winning uh, in, in place to win 1,000 in this league in 78th place. 78th place. If I move to 78th. 78th place. And the winner the winner gets, uh, I don't know why it says 10K here. The winner gets 200,000. See, this one says 125. It, it's actually uh, 100,000. No, 200,000 in the first place. But if you're tied, I think it's because a lot of these guys are tied. Yeah, some of these are tied. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's uh, 200000 in the first place. I'm currently in, a, in one of the $1,000 slots. And I, I jumped up and down a little bit, but uh, this team that I have is, is is freaking phenomenal. This squad that I have, I think, can do it. I think it can go the distance. I need a few things to happen. One being, uh, so right here it says I'm winning, yeah, 1000 in this league so far. I'm, I'm in that slot. I got Lamar Jackson. I've got Russell Wilson. I got Brock Purdy. So I think between the Washington Commander matchup for Brock Purdy this week, Lamar Jackson, I think can can drop missiles all over the field. Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall just did it for me, 23.10 points. I've got Kamara, 
So between Kamara, Brees Hall, McCaffrey, that's my two running backs and my flex. I've got Debo, George Pickens, Nico Collins, and uh, Drake London. I think I could get, and I've got to start three of those guys, and they pick it for you because it's the best ball. And then my, my running backs, I love this team. My running back slots are my only concern. My running back slots, I'm sorry, my, my tight end slot is my only concern. I've got Fryermuth, Dalton Schultz, but maybe maybe one of those guys can pop off for one game and, and give me what I need to, to dominate this league. But, man, let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. This is my underdog team that I'm, I'm kind of most exci- excited about. I'm in another couple of them. Um, but I don't feel like, I feel like those teams are good. I've just been hit with injury, and I'm sitting there with, like, Burrow and Aaron Rodgers, and then I've got you know this garbage quarterback, and I'm still in the finals. But you know that's the one that I think could absolutely potentially still bring home the the the, uh, the title. So um, that's all I got to say about that. And now let's hit the super chats. Um, anybody else has any sort of um, any sort of uh, beat a ball questions, aka best ball? We'll go ahead and at- attack that. Let's uh, let's hit these super chats real quick. The first super chat that I haven't addressed yet is Brees. Brees Hall, Brees the Beast Hall is 80 feet tall. Thank you, Landon. Appreciate you. To Saturn. Brees to Saturn. He's freaking unbelievable. He's such a good player. So elusive. So good in open space. This reminds me of like Christian McCaffrey and Kamara combined. You know, like a mix of the two. Not necessarily Kamara or McCaffrey. You know, and and not necessarily Camara, but just this combination of the two. That's in his own right. You know, it's Brees. It's Brees Hall, baby. I said I'd sit Brees for Chandler yesterday. Then I changed my mind last minute. Get Brees, baby. If Jacobs is out, do you play Zamir over Eckler? <sighs> Can we visit that later, Lucas? My my instinct says yes. <laughs> I mean, Zamir's Zamir's good, bro. It, two back-to-back games. And, and I'll tell you this right now. From the people that I speak to that are close to this situation, I'm hearing Jacobs is very much trending in the direction of not playing. Just give Batman the mother-freaking ball or call, as Kerry said. Kerry, appreciate you. To the moon. Kerry, thank you for the super chat. Thomas with a super. Thomas says, I'll buy that shirt if I win. Brees and Smitty. Appreciate you, Thomas. Thank you so much for your super chat and all your support. And let's open the mother freaking phone lines, baby. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Brought to you by Perps. The highest single super chat in a single live stream for this month of, well, January. We're kicking it off a little early. Uh, Perps, appreciate you. And, um, yeah, phone lines are open. If anybody has a question, your boy is here to try and answer the call as best I can to replicate what Brees Hall does when he gets the call. I mean, and I don't even know, who who, who do we ask Lego Batman to find? Okay, so we need Kelsey, Diggs, and Achan this week from Lego Batman. Lego Batman, we put this up whenever we need somebody found. Lego Batman, one of our followers, he kind of runs Gotham. And we tell them to go find these three individuals. These are who we need found. HN Diggs, Kelsey, do it live. Thank you, Lego Batman. Uh, Theo from Illinois, you are live, young man. Hey, Smitty, how you doing? I'm good, bro. I'm real good. Um, so for my RBs, I need to start two 
Um, I have Etienne, Connor, Zeke, and Achan. Um, e- and then I need to Etienne, Connor, Let- and Etienne, Connor, and Achan. And Zeke. Etienne, Connor, Achan, and Zeke. Okay, I'm going to probably say I'm going to take... Even though Zeke could easily be one of these guys, I'm going to take him out of the equation. I, You know, ETN crapped the bed last week, but I still think it's going to be pretty hard to sit him. However, if they don't have Trevor Lawrence, which sounds like he's very much in question, then maybe Connor and ETN are the safest options. If ETN, mm-hmm. if if Trevor Lawrence is a go, I feel more comfortable about ETN. Not that ETN can't do well without T Law, but I just wonder if they they get down and they get the run game gets game scripted out. Do I trust them enough to throw the football to him? <sighs> but it's it's a good matchup. I don't know, bro. I think at the end of the day. At the end of the day, bro. Push comes to shove, and you got to make your own decision. I, I, I feel bad when I, yeah. I make the wrong call, but I, I need to preface, especially this week out of all weeks. If you have a, a, a nervousness about Achan, you need to act on that. I, I'm so sick and tired of he- seeing comments in my chat going, "I got screwed out of Achan. You lost me my league, Smitty. I'm out of here." Like you know, that wasn't a good follower anyway. That you know, I'm not, I'm not too worried about you know that. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like everyone needs to take their own risk and. And, and I had one guy in my comments saying it's weird how I, I talk about A-Chan. It's so weird. Like, you need to m- move on from him. And my answer is no. This is my show. I'll talk about A-Chan as much as I want. Number two, nobody is live more than me. Nobody creates more content hour-wise than me. Do you know how many minutes of non-HN content I have? It's the weird thing is when someone says that it's weird that I talk so much about uh, so much about HN when it literally probably constitutes I don't know 10 5 10 minutes in an entire 2 hour show. And, and so <laughs> yeah. it's just it's stupid. It's stupid. It, it it makes me just want to talk about it more. So if people love it then go ahead and keep fueling me. But my choices would be ETN and HN. Now, of course, this could depend yeah, on if Achan. I want to either win or die with Achan. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, with with Waddle out, likely out, Achan's going to be catching the football more. And Etn's yeah. is too hard to sit. He's done it all year for you. You know what I mean? And I, then, would you flex Connor or Adams? Um, I would put in Connor. Probably. I don't know. That one's t- hey, chat. Can we vote on that one? Connor Adams, Adams, Connor, please put your preference in the chat. Let's help out Theo from Illinois. Yeah. All right. But, and you'd play the Colts over Broncos, D, or ride with Broncos against the Chargers? Uh, you know what, bro? I'm going to say give me the Colts. I don't know. I don't feel like this benching of Russell is going to create some weird. It could. I, I don't know, some weird little come-together moment. and I just think things could fall apart, or I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably say give me the Colts, man. Plus, they've been very, very solid the last, like, half of the season. Yeah. But trust your gut on that one because I'm kind of, like, you know, torn on it. But I go Colts. All right, cool. All right, Thank bro. You. Later. 
So we got Connor over 8chan, no question. It says Ricardo, Connor, Connor, Connor. That wasn't the question, Connor over 8chan. The question was Connor or Adams. Connor, probably Connor. So Connor's getting the majority of the votes, Theo. All right, later, bro. All right, later, bro. All right, Travis, what's up, my guy? You're live. Um, I don't know if he qualifies, but Lego Batman might want to find uh, ETN, too. I know it's kind of his usage has been missing, too, but he really hasn't done a lot. Yeah, I think we could fit a couple. I mean, I mean, this is the final week. I feel I feel like it's appropriate yeah. to uh, it's appropriate to say, hey, hey, Lego, can you can you do your part and find multiple players? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Let me see if I can get that uh, taken care of. Let me just real quickly fix this camera and there we go. Okay. Uh, Lego Batman, we need to put uh, ETN on this list. Let me fix this up. So we got HN, Diggs, Kelsey. I mean, really, Mahomes and ETN. I think that's a, a, a fair request. Diggs especially. We need we need Diggs and Diggs and Diggs and uh, I, no, all these guys especially. They're all, they're all equal. <laughs> <laughs> They're all equal in need when you really break it down. Uh, what what a game. What a game. That was a very, very crazy game. I kind of feel like Perps can still pull this off. I don't know if Perps is watching, but Flacco having essentially 300 yards and three TDs and one INT in the first half and having almost zero in the second. Oh, hold on. I got, I got a big whopping super chat from Christopher Smith. Christopher, I'm sorry it took me so long to see this. He said, nope, I'm the number one super chat says Christopher. He wasn't having that Perps had the phone line locked down. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Um, I'm going to keep Perps over here as the most recent runner-up just because he deserves to be mentioned. But Christopher Smith is the leading phone line contender of the month of January, really. We're kicking that off early. So, Christopher, thank you for that $100 super chat. And you get this, my friend. Appreciate you, Christopher Smith, to the freaking moon. Alert. Alert. We have a $50 plus super chatter in the house. Uh, what else? What, I'm sorry. What were you saying, Travis? Thank you, Christopher. Oh, uh, other thing I was going to say was um, Jacobs really doesn't have anything to play for, right? Like in these next two games. I know it's, some guys just won't sit out, but like you had mentioned earlier in the year, he's all he has to play for is a contract. And, yeah, can somebody you know, do me a favor? Yeah, somebody do me a favor, and I'll, if you if you do this for me, I'll I'll, uh, I'll uh, let's see here. What can I do for you? I'll, I'll give you. No, I can't. Never mind. If I say this, I'll have like 10, 20, 30 people doing this, and then they won't. Then I won't be able to fulfill it to everybody because I won't. Everyone's gonna be like, I took the time to do this. I was gonna say I give you a free membership. To the site. Uh, who wants to do a little task for me in, in the in the live stream? Um, who here is not afraid of digging through old videos and trying to find something for me? Just a little clip. Just curious. I'll definitely shout you out and give you your flowers for doing it. But who who here who here has the uh, the time and ability to do that? I need to find a, the clip, and I've said it a hundred thousand times. But what did I say about Jacobs? 
He was going to get a little bit of a bang, banged up ouchie. Adams less so than Jacobs, but both of them I feared this. And sit out the remainder of the season. Sit out the final, I think I even said two, three, four weeks. Because yeah, it is, and I don't blame him in one uh, on one, you know, hand, I don't blame him. On on the other hand, I do because it sucks as a fan to, to have players sit out. I hate load management in the NBA. I think it's garbage. I mean, anybody tells me LeBron's the best player to ever play in basketball, you get there's the door. There's the door. Yeah. Jordan's the yeah. best player to ever play the game. Okay, get out of here with your LeBron. LeBron's the best. LeBron's the best. No, Jordan never load management. You know, had a load management situation ever. Ever, Jordan would laugh at you. If you ever said, hey, Jordan, why don't you take some games off? He'd look at you and say, what do I look like? Jordan is the best to ever, ever play the game. Maybe you want to say Wilt Chamberlain, and you could have the same argument with me and say you never saw Wilt Chamberlain play. That's true. Um, So, but but come on. Like, these people that are, that say LeBron, they're 20 years old. 18 years old, 16 years old, 22 years old max. And they never, ever, 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 ever watch Michael Jordan play basketball. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous conversation. And anybody that says differently just making a fool of themselves. And they can call into the phone line right now and do so if they'd like to live. But you know what Jordan did? Three championships in a row. And then he took a little tiny break. I think it was a season, right? And then what did he do? Three championships again in a row for a total of six championships in two back-to-back sessions. Get out of here with your LeBron James. Just get out of here with it. I don't know why I got onto that tangent. What did you say, Travis, that triggered me? It was just about road uh, management. Uh, oh, taking yeah, off. thank you. Thank you. So if somebody could go out there and find... The clip of me saying that I've said it a hundred thousand times, I'd be greatly appreciated. But I don't know where to find it. But I said it all off season. I, w- I really think with Jacobs's contract being his number one concern, given that the Raiders were going to be dog water this year, given all of that, that Jacobs would screw everybody at the end of the season, and that's exactly what he's doing. And, and his quad, like you know, he's just sitting out. You know, why would he go out there and risk? It? Why would he risk it? Why would he risk it? And, and and honestly, I, don't, I I can't answer. I can't give you a good reason why he should risk it. He shouldn't risk it. The only reason I'd say risk it is maybe, maybe he won't get as big of an offer if he doesn't show he can stay healthy. Like that's one thing that could make him play this week. But he is trending toward not playing. And maybe he comes back in in the final week, plays a little bit just to show he's on the field, you know, or something like that. But this is exactly what I feared was going to happen. Because he is an older running back looking for his last contract. And he can't afford to go out there and tear an ACL. And I don't blame him. But but it, it's something that, that, that scared me. Coming off of, of one of the biggest you know workload seasons that a running back can have. That's a disaster. A recipe for disaster. Uh, but what was the question about in terms of Jacobs though? Um, no, I was, just, I was just saying like in terms of. He, he wants a new contract, but he really doesn't have anything to gain by playing these next two games, correct? I mean, I, I don't see him losing money in the open market by not 
Mm. Again, maybe someone says, hey, man, you can't stay healthy or something. But I I have a feeling he could even say something like, hey, look, I didn't want to get hurt. You know, or whatever that. Which I don't know. That'd be a good a good approach. Be like, hey, I lie. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I manipulate. But I mean, you know what I mean. It could be like, look, I did, I was banged up. You could say it this way. I, I didn't want to go out there. I have my future to think about. I have my next team, you guys, to think about. I didn't want to go out there in a meaningless game when I'm injured and play on the injury. So like, I don't know that's going to affect them too much. But the other thing too, though, you got to think about Travis is nobody's paying for running backs, bro. And, and when we pull no. up this board, which gets me so excited, I love looking at this stuff. I, I'm going to have boards for everything. I'm going I'm to have the field, the, the Justin Fields board, like we had the Brady board. The Justin Fields board. Where is he going? All the options on the table. Um, where's the Joe Flacco board? <laughs> where's Joe Flacco going? Where is he going to go take his naps next year? Um, but when we look at this, this, this board here and we say, you know, Chicago... Maybe they go after Jacobs, I, I guess it's possible. Uh, Arizona, probably not. Washington, it doesn't matter if he wants to go there or not. It's crowded. No, no thank you. New England, no. Uh, the Giants, it depends on Barkley. So that could be a place, but yeah. is that a good place to go? Hell no. That's why Barkley's not doing anything. Chargers, now that could be a place where the, my, my campaigning in the offseason – if you want to know what I'm going to beat a dead horse on like no other, it's going to be that Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to the Chargers. And if that happens, it wouldn't hurt to have an RB like Jacobs there um, to potentially, yeah. you know, help out in that situation. Uh, Tennessee, it you know, what's Henry's contract? Derrick Henry. And, and can they even, I know people are going to be like, cut Henry, what are you talking about? Uh, let me see what Henry's contract looks like. Derrick Henry, he's a, he's a, he's a, a fruit. Let's see here. Yeah. Free agent in 2024. Uh, he's 2024. Yeah. Unrestricted free agent in 2024. Okay. Wow. But, but that it's hard to know what's going to really, what's going to really happen. For him, but yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent in 2024. That's crazy. Could he yeah. get franchise tagged? I doubt it at his age, but you never know. I we, we can't determine what a team, how a team views an older running back. Some teams might not feel, feel the way we feel, where we're like, okay, he's defied logic and the odds too long. But let's say he's not there. Jacobs mm-hmm. could go to Tennessee. There's there's homes for him, but is someone going to pay the price for Jacobs? And 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 at that, what's the price? Maybe maybe they will. Because maybe the price is ten, yeah. eight million, you know, seven million. Like it might be fourteen million dollar deal on on two years. Fourteen million on two. Like it could be ten. It could be twelve million on two years. Like Jacobs might want the world, but Jacobs isn't coming off his twenty twenty three season or twenty twenty two season where he's the league leading rusher. He's coming off his twenty twenty three season, and no team's gonna pay him like a top five running back. So he's gonna have to. Uh, he's probably gonna be looking for a job for a while. Is my guess because he's not going to want to take these low yeah. ball offers. It could be tough too because say I mean unless Saquon just signs and stays in New York, which he says he wants, but you know if Saquon did test the market, that really kind of hurts Jones in a way because he almost has to let Saquon set the market unless unless he jumps at a quick offer or something. But yeah, uh, Ravens Ravens need a running back. 
it'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, you know what? Wouldn't it be crazy though? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, who's that? I forget if I got that. Keith Mitchell, boy. He's their boy. Keith Mitchell. Uh, who, who is this? Adrian from Cleveland. Adrian from Cleveland. Adrian? Is that what, who yes, is? sir. Adrian from Cleveland. I appreciate you, Adrian. Uh, you're live, by the way, and and congrats on your your win, the Cleveland Browns. Congrats on your playoff berth, bro. That's phenomenal. Appreciate it, bro. Um, I I didn't mean to butt into this conversation, but I got a question for you when you when you're done here. Yeah, can I ask you a question? If, let's just say in a fairy tale world, you guys won the Super Bowl. Could Joe, could Joe Flacco stay up long enough to even hold the trophy up? I'm just curious. I'm asking for a friend. Uh, good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he could, bro. I, that guy fell asleep during the middle of the game on the bench. <laughs> Dude, Who goes to him, bro? Cleveland fans, Cleveland fans starting to talk about if he do take us deep in the playoffs, what's going to happen when next September roll around, man. It's a real, real conversation. Bro, you guys have the wor- no offense, and I'm sure you don't really disagree all that much. But you have the worst contract and trade in NFL history. Oh, hundred percent, easy. I mean, the, the only close. the only good the only good that Deshaun Watson is doing is he's he's creating jobs in Cleveland. You know the the massage market. Th- that's it. That's the you only had to thing go this. There. I knew you was gonna go there, man. You had to go there. That's the only thing this guy adds to the Cleveland community, man. But... That's that's the most tired joke in the entire country <laughs> around the NFL, man. That's the most tired ass joke. <laughs> I felt like I made that one up, though. That version. You've heard that version. Uh, I heard them all. Man. You've heard them all. Okay. Heard hey, every single one. If it will be interesting, Flacco's old though, bro. How old is he? Thirty. 39. Oh my God. I mean, look, hey, Aaron Rodgers is older. Like, I'm not saying it can't happen, but I feel like it's crazy. I kind of feel like he just. I mean, he got to be the backup. He got to be the backup because here's the thing as good as he's playing, ain't no team going to offer him QB1. Yeah, I mean, so he, he, he so why, ought to be the backup for my Browns next year. Why would he, though? The, why Browns would he learned a, the Browns learned a hard lesson. The Browns learned a hard lesson this year trying to bring in a rookie as a backup, and he just fell flat on his face. I think he might be eyed down the road, Dorian, as a backup, but shit, man. This year, they they played that game, and it ain't go well. Yeah, I don't. I, I feel bad for you, bro, because you guys, you have, like, everything in place, but, and, and I know this sounds very disrespectful to Joe Flacco right now, so please understand I'm giving him his flowers. I think he's been playing amazing. And who the hell knows? Maybe you still, maybe you do something surprisingly crazy. The Ravens won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. So, like, you know, crazier things have happened. But I'm just saying, and I I, no disrespect to Flacco, but you guys have everything but the quarterback, you know, for the long term, even if you want to look at it that way and say, okay, Flacco is playing great or whatever. But if you guys had, let's say, Fields, (laughs) bro, I'm telling you, your, your Browns would be scary. Your Browns would be absolutely scary. Right now, you're scary, but it's it's like a it feels like a, a pipe dream that Flacco could take this into next year, you know. Let alone the whole playoffs. But we'll see what happens, bro. Your defense is fire. You got running backs that are going off, and and look, Amari Cooper's got something to say about all this too. I think you guys have a, a freaking solid chance to to really surprise, you know, in the first round. 
and then go from there. You know, one game at a time. But there, there's there's no way people are going to predict you to win it all. But one game at a time is the only way you got to look at it. Just baby steps, and then by the end of it, you know, that's how I graduated college. It's like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> you just take little uh, baby steps, and before you know it, you're at the end. And you're like, wow, I yeah. did it. <laughs> I feel you, man. I mean, here's what I'll say. There's no way we roll into next September and Deshaun – ain't qb1 like oh yes has to be you given that contract but i'll tell you to. what man but right now i've been i've been through several decades of losing football i'm just enjoying the ride right now yeah baby. what what are the odds that watson is the starting quarterback he'll be there in 2024 as a starter but what are the odds that he's the starter in 2025 at the beginning of the 2025 season as a browns fan tell me if you think i, I don't know how you like what do you do you know this is a fully guaranteed like it's, do you just wash your hands of it and say, look, we eat it and we just move on? Or do we just keep throwing more more good after bad? What are the odds? Give me as a Browns fan, what are the odds he starts the twenty twenty five season? It's like ninety-eight percent, bro, just because of that contract. And here's the thing, man. You acting like he washed. You acting like he done. He ain't done, man. He's still young. He had that injury, shoulder, you know. But he ain't done, man. He that that Deshaun Houston Watson, that ain't all the way gone, bro. I promise you that. I, I, I will I will give you this much that that Houston Watson, I don't think is ever coming back. I I think he could come back to be an average to above average quarterback. Yeah, I don't think he's completely. He could be. Fucked, he could. I would say he could be. He could be an average Joe, but Joe Flacco is better than him, so I don't know. Yeah, with those contracts, well, how, does the, how does the dead cap work? Like, what is that? Is that if you get if you cut him? Yeah, so here, here, let me show, let me show you an example on Deshaun Watson's contract. So the dead cap, even if you were to trade him, the dead cap is yeah, impacting. Sure. So he, here's let me let me show you Deshaun Watson's contract, uh, and we can go over it real quickly. So the, it's crazy. The, the that's why every team was up in arms about Deshaun Watson's deal because. Has started to make this new wave of of, of quarterbacks demanding guaranteed contracts, and you just can't do that, you know. And it's not in other sports they have it, and the NFL just does not want to go there. And here's here's what it looks like for Deshaun Watson's. So he has he got paid in 2022. He he received a um, uh, as you can see right here on his on his dead cap money. If they were to cut him in 2022, it would have been a 229. Um, let's see where where is that at? Yeah, 229 million. Yeah, million. Right there. Okay, so 19. So he's getting paid his 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 uh, his salary 46 million, 46 million, 46 million, and then 2023 it was one million. You can see the 2023 column, but he got. Um, I forget the exact extent of when he got paid. I feel like the the whole delay. Th this looks like it got jostled around a little bit because the whole delay in him actually starting games made it trigger later. So I forget how that unfolded. But essentially, if you look over at the dead cap column, they owe him this this amount every year. Like they the, if they if they cut him, let's say in twenty twenty four, they're paying him two hundred. Are they're 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 paying two hundred million dollars. That's their dead cap, as you see in that column, that dead cap column, which is right, yeah. right, right here. 
So if they were to cut, if they were to cut him right when they if they cut him right when they signed him, they they'd have a two hundred twenty nine million dollar dead cap. So yeah. in twenty twenty four they cut him, it would be two hundred million. In twenty twenty five it would be one thirty six. In twenty twenty six seventy two million. So what I was saying, what are the odds that he starts twenty twenty five? I mean, look, he's right. I mean, the Browns caller is right. It's one hundred thirty six million dollars. I guess it depends on how he's playing, but that's crazy, man. Even in 2026, he has the highest dead cap for any player probably in the National Football League. I don't know about when we get to that point, but that's insane. And there's no out at all. He's a free agent in 2027. Dead cap's crazy. Like, look at Devontae Adams' dead cap, for example. Devontae Adams' um, contract. Let me pull that on screen. And this is when we talk about Devontae Adams this offseason getting traded. The dead cap is going to be a potential hurdle and, and obstruction in a potential Devontae Adams trade. But like with the Russell Wilson contract, um, the Browns are going to take a huge dead cap hit, but they're going to take it all in one lump sum and just get it out of the way and start building. Devontae Adams in 2024, if you look at the 2024 line, has a dead cap of $40 million. So if they trade him, cut him... That's $40 million. The team that acquires him could take on some of the dead cap. There's ways to do that. But essentially, trading Adams is tough. That's one of the higher dead caps for a wide receiver is 40 mil. Whereas Deshaun Watson has 200 mil. So it's it's absolutely ludicrous. But that makes it hard for why, Adams to get traded. But it could happen. Smitty, this is why Goodell and every other owner in the league hates the Cleveland Browns for that contract right there because they done broke the market and now every QB wants something that resemble that. Yeah, they did walk it back a little bit and and everybody thought that the next contract had to beat that and when the first one didn't, it really helped kind of restore the market a little bit but it definitely gave it still a, a big injection, no doubt about it. But we'll see, man. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's crazy. Off season is gonna be nuts, man. But I, uh, hey, man, I appreciate you calling. Um, and uh, on uh, Adrian, right, Adrian, I appreciate you calling. And uh, yeah, good hey, luck. Man, real, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. The reason I call, can I ask you something real quick about Josh Jacobs? Yeah. If he's active, if he does in fact play, are you gonna start guys like Charbonnet, McLaughlin over him based on everything that you said earlier about him? No. If he if he's active, he's gonna play. I think he, I think if he sits, he sits. I don't think he like plays and then sits half the game or something. I just think that there's a good chance he doesn't want to play, and he's got nothing to play for. Like it would it would be it would be really a big mistake, you know, to go out there. I he, think he and play for nothing. So this year he's on a one year deal. Last year, week eighteen, it was the same situation. He had none to play for. He was an unrestricted free agent after that. He played week 18 last year under the same circumstance. So, I just if he healthy, I feel like he a gamer and he he going to want to go. Yeah, but bro, what you, what did you just say? Week 18. This is week 17. I, I I think maybe he as I told Travis before you called, I think he could show up in the final week just to prove he's not injured. Like so nobody's going to be like, "Oh, you haven't played a game since week whatever. How you doing?" You know, he, he could do that. And they could they could pull him out earlier or something like that. Who the hell knows? But also keep in mind he was the league leading rusher, and he was continually piling that on and trying to win that and trying to to pull away from that. You know what I mean? That is that is a big payday when you're the league the league leading rusher. 
Right now, he doesn't have anything like that to go fight for, bro. It's a totally different ball game. Not to mention he's older. Not to mention, you know, he gets hurt. He's screwed. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. The Raiders ain't eliminated. They just beat the Chiefs. Like, they still, they have an outside chance of getting in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think he cares about that right now. I think he cares about his contract. I think he cares about his contract. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think, who, who, really, who really knows, yeah. man? But, shit, I'll, I'll let you go, man. Thanks for the you, time. You know, who, yeah, you know who else doesn't care about whether his team wins or loses is D- Stephon Diggs. Because <laughs> when, when Gabe Davis nah, scored a touchdown... When Gabe Davis scored a touchdown last week, Diggs looked like he walked over his graves, his grave or his mama's grave. He he looked like how do you, how dare you, how dare you, Gabe Davis? I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, man, that's the new OC in Buffalo. It's just it's got everything flipped upside down, man. But they know they need him. They do, have do to they? know that. Well, I, look, I think he's gonna have a big week, and I think that he will be an integral part of them if they do win. Winning, I think he does some sort of weird remat. Rem- remarkable like kind of come back even if he's spotty he comes back but Diggs Diggs is a diva and Diggs is is making his own bed right now he he's dividing himself from the team um he's he's constantly complaining and I don't think they really want him there next year I think they're gonna go out of their way to try and figure out a way to replace him and get a more uh team-friendly player in there because Diggs is turning into a miniature Antonio Brown. And it's it's not just me that thinks that. It's I mean, it, it, ask anybody that that is separated from it even a little bit. I mean, I don't know if you, you're a big Diggs fan or something like that, but like Diggs is definitely not... He doesn't have his head on straight at all. And you could blame it on the OC. I mean, they changed OC. Like, uh, you could blame it on whatever you want. But this entire situation, he's been the same the entire year, even before the change and even after the change. Nah, early in the year, man, he was balling out. He was involved. Very right, early on. Dead cap, though. Hey, hey, speaking of dead caps, Smitty, go pull up Stefan Diggs' dead cap. It ain't small. Yeah, no. He, I, he under contract, man. Yeah, no, him and, Adam, him and Adams are very, very tough to trade. Um, but... Teams might help out and assist with uh, eating that that dead cap, and keep in mind that the team that maybe acquires them might have a lot of cap space to do it, and, and might not care so much. Because at the end of the day, they you know they don't mind using it up if they if they need to. But yeah, Diggs's dead cap is is in twenty twenty four thirty one million, so it's smaller than Adams. It's still not a small chunk of change, but it's definitely more manageable and feasible in a trade than uh, than let's say you know. Like seventy million or something like that. I forget what Kirk Cousins' dead cap was a year or so ago. It was like seventy million, and it made him impossible to trade. And people were talking about how he's going to get traded. I'm like, no, he's not. But Adams, right here, 2023. If he was traded during this season, is forty five million dead cap. If he was traded during the 2024 season, then it, you know, or cut or whatever, is thirty one million. So we'll see what happens. But I do, I do know teams like. Could I see them repairing the relationship if they win a Super Bowl and Diggs figures out how to like be happy with whatever situation he feels like he's been unfortunately imprisoned into because he really acts like he's a he's a a, a, a victim of this situation that he's in. Josh Allen, I made Josh Allen like that's how he feels and everyone knows it. That's how he feels. Josh Allen and the boys are winning without him and they're doing this without him. And they certainly can make it a lot easier on everybody if he would join in on the fun. And I do think he will this week. 
We'll just see what happens. We'll see how, how much they can repair the relationship between him and everybody around him before the end of the season. Because nothing cures I think, I think, this stuff but you know more than winning. Deep down, he knows he has to because where he going to go to get a better quarterback than does, John Allen? He doesn't they, know that, out. though. though it's, that. Worth mentioning, it's worth mentioning that Kirk Cousins has a no-trade clause up in that contract, but I get what you're saying. I mean... Kirk, know, Kirk, Cousins, Kirk Cousins is a free agent now, though. And that's that's why he didn't get traded. That's why he didn't get traded this offseason because he said, or this season, he said no. But there was talk about Kirk Cousins getting moved right before he tore his Achilles, and he said no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stamp no on that because I got a no trade clause. But now he's a free agent, so we'll see where he goes. As for Diggs, though, bro, to, to just to, to refute, or to, to, I think, argue against what you just said, where is he going to go? That's logical, bro. That's from 100 miles above. You see clearly. I see clearly. We all see very clearly. He's in the middle of it. He doesn't see clearly. Antonio Brown was traded to the Buffalo Bills for 10 minutes, and he refused to go, said, I won't go. They pulled the trade. They said, never mind. And then they, he goes, and he, you want to go to the Raiders? Yes. <laughs> and he goes to the Raiders, bro. Adams doesn't want to play with Aaron Rodgers. He wants to go play with Derek Carr, which statistically... It, you know, worked out for everybody fantasy-wise for the one year. Adam's probably biggest mistake he ever made. Antonio Brown leaving Big Ben in the very beginning anyway was a huge mistake. Lev Bell wanting out of Pittsburgh because he felt like he, he felt like he could go anywhere and just let me just show everybody it's not Pittsburgh, it's me. Diggs wants to prove it's not Josh Allen, bro. He wants to go to a quarterback like Hill went to Tua and turn a, another Tua into you know, uh, uh, an absolute Josh Allen stud. That's what Diggs wants. I know you think you're using logic, bro. You're using logic that you would see the situation from. Diggs is not. Diggs, I can guarantee you, does not know what a good quarterback is uh, compared to some of us from a top-level view. He doesn't. He doesn't understand this. He thinks he made Josh Allen. He does. He's yeah, going to have I, a root. I get it, and I, I don't disagree with you at all. I Honestly, I had to mute the line there for a second because... It's so disrespectful to compare anyone to Antonio Brown, man. <laughs> that guy is mentally unwell, and <laughs> that cracked me up, Mitty. And you, you don't think you don't think Diggs is showing some signs of a little bit of what? Listen to what I'm saying here. Don't just go to the end of the story and try and act like I'm painting Diggs as Antonio Brown, the complete version of Antonio Brown we look at today. Antonio Brown was doing these same freaking things at the beginning, bro. When it started unraveling in Pittsburgh, this is exactly what Antonio Brown looked like. This is exactly what he started to do. And it got worse and worse and worse. And now, I will tell you this. Antonio Brown is just a total douche, man. So that didn't help matters. But he definitely is not well. But Diggs is... Look, the, you walked... This is a weird example. And I'm not saying that this determines whether you're a good football player or a teammate. But they walked around with a microphone and said, who would you want your 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 sister to date the least out of everybody in the locker room? And they're all like, Diggs, bro. What are you talking about? Like, Diggs is not... Uh, he, none of them would let, let him, you know, babysit or let their sister go out with him. Like... He ain't he ain't the best dude. He's probably a good friend, I imagine, but this guy's a little out of control. We'll see. We'll see, bro. Well, hey, that's good. I mean, honestly, I hope he goes to the NFC, man. As a Browns fan, I hope he all the way out the AFC. That's fine with me. I I I'll be honest, man. I can't it, I would love to see the Bills 
bring in like an Adams or, you know, Adams is older, but bring in somebody else, you know, big name player. And then dig digs, get his chance to go somewhere. But digs, uh, digs is 30 years old, turning 31. He's got one year left, maybe two. And then he, he's a shell of himself. And that's if he didn't already prematurely, you know, fall apart through whatever reason, like, like mentally, whatever. It, it, it definitely could be a factor as to why he's vanished right now. He's got Josh freaking Allen throwing him the ball, bro. I think I would be a top 10 wide receiver right now in my current state with my knees, everything. You threw me into that offense. Like, I don't even understand how Diggs isn't producing. So he either did drop off early at 30 years old, which can happen. It's not crazy. 32 is the kiss of death for a wide receiver. I don't care who it is. You got to consider that. And if somebody's an outlier, it's rare. It happens, but you don't ever count on it. He's got one, maybe two years left. If for some reason he can get his head on straight, go to a good home and assume that he didn't like just prematurely drop off. But we'll see, bro. I know you I know you sound like a Diggs defender, which is good. And I, I appreciate that. And there's reasons to like Diggs too. I'm not, I, I'm really hopeful Diggs has a good week 17. For anybody watching this saying, Diggs, you were just talking trash about Diggs. Why are you celebrating his week 17 explosion, Smitty? Because I, I'm trying to tell you that I'm, I'm this is long-term. I, I really hope Diggs blows up in Week 17. And in the playoffs, I really do. I think the Bills have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. And I, Diggs has to be a part of that. And then let's see if that repairs the relationship. Like I said, winning a Super Bowl, maybe winning a game or watching Gabe Davis score a touchdown pisses Diggs off if he's not a part of it. But winning a Super Bowl could cure a lot. Especially if Diggs was, let's say, there for... Like if Diggs catches a winning touchdown, like let's say in, in, the, in the second round or something now all of a sudden everything in the past is gone Diggs is a part of it Diggs is going to feel a little bit healed and then they win a Super Bowl and he's finishing the season like that maybe he does stay around but we'll have to see alright I appreciate it uh, Adrian good good conversation later bro yep later uh, I gotta I gotta I gotta get to these some of these super chats if, if uh, Anthony's next from Georgia and then I'll go to Travis Anthony do you mind waiting a second while I get some of these super chats out of the way They've been kind of piling up here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, hang tight. Good. All right, hang tight. Mute if you guys could real quick. Did you do my $20 hauler, Anthony? I don't know that I did. Hold on, bro. Superfish, let me get to Anthony's super chat. Uh, we got into a big, big conversation there. Let's see if I if I got to it. I don't know that I did. Anthony, Anthony. I'm sorry, bro. Anthony to the moon. Anthony says, started out 0-4. Um, now I am playing for the ring. I had an Njoku and Hall tonight. ESPN says I have a 63% chance. Well, that's BS, bro. In my mind, you have a 73% chance. I have Aaron Jones in the flex. Other options are Zamir White, Thielen, Ing- and Evan Ingram. Obviously, White, if Jacobs is out, what do I think? I don't know that I would say for sure Zamir White if Jacobs is out. I, I think that-, that Aaron Jones deserves a little a little look. I mean, he had 100 plus yards. He looked really effective. Um, but I definitely could see, I could definitely see putting Zamir in just because Zamir has had, he's been, had two great games. Uh, Travis, quick answer, please. Uh, Zamir White or Aaron Jones in a one sentence reason why? Um, Zamir White is because of the, the amount of volume he's going to get if it's just him. Yeah. I kind of kind of agree. Um, Anthony, 
Uh, Zamir White or Aaron Jones in one sentence reason why, and then I'll come to you in a second. But just need your uh, help there. I would say White if he plays. Yeah. Anthony, I, I kind of agree with, with the boys here. I just think coming off a 140-something yard game and, and obviously the game prior where we were really excited about White, he had like a 15- to 18-point game depending on your scoring. Um, one of the nice starts of the week for us, and that worked out really well in the first round of fantasy football playoffs. And I just think, you know, ride that hot hand. They don't have a really good passing game. They're going to lean on Zamir White. He should get a lot of volume. Aaron Jones has already crapped the bed how many times this year? And I just think if you trust him one more time and he sharts the bed or gets injured in the middle of the game, you're going to be like, why did I just start the guy that had two great games in a row? So I think I think that is yeah. probably where, where I'd land. That's logical, right, Anthony? Is Anthony still in the in the chat? Anthony, you still here, pal? Let me see if Anthony's still here. You see him in the chat there, Travis. Anthony, let me know if you're still here. I hope you didn't leave. I'm I'm sorry about the delay. I just the one thing I'll say is that I worry a little bit. Um, last week against Carolina was a little bit of fool's gold for Aaron Jones. I mean, he had a really good game, but. Even banged up and had yeah, Zach, are you still here? Smitty equals him. Called it on Brees Hall before the season. Thank you, Zach. I wish he had done better all year, to be frank. But I, I appreciate you saying that, and I, I'm so glad he's delivered. Twenty dollar holler, Anthony. Thanks again for dropping that. Twenty dollar holler gets a alert. Super chat alert. Anthony to the freaking moon. Anthony, appreciate you. Uh, Mel, are you still here? Mel, appreciate you. Smitty, I was unable to send a super chat earlier, and I had to trust my gut. I played Ford, and we talked about him the entire show, so I'm hoping that helped influence you a little bit. Got me 40 full PPR points. Now, my other running back, Monty Chandler, Aaron Jones, Warren. If it were me, bro, I would lean safely on Monty. I know it doesn't feel like the best play, but I think that he's been super steady for the majority of the part, and the touchdowns seem to be there for him. It's the opportunity for it. Chandler's an interesting play. Aaron Jones is an interesting play. Both those guys probably have a little more upside, but I think given you got such a monster outing that I might roll with the Monty safe play, but that's tough. I mean, it's really preference. I don't think any one of those is wrong. I think they're all have got a good amount of upside. Jacksonville or Rams, I go Rams. Gino or T-Law, T-Law is probably leaning more toward out than in, I think, at this point. And even if he played, I'd be worried about it. I'd go Gino, but I don't love either option. But Mel, congrats on that. I guess if you had to go Gino, it wouldn't be crazy to go with one of the upside running backs, though. I don't know. Do you, uh, Travis, do you like uh, Gene, or do you like uh, Chandler, Monty, or Aaron Jones? Um, pro- probably Monty, like you said, because he already got such a big game. If not, I'd go Chandler. I feel like Monty, no matter what, is going to get him like 10 points. I don't know. Right. Right. He got so many out of um, Ford anyway. Yeah. Okay. Thank, uh, Mel, I hope you're still here. Did did uh, did Anthony, was Anthony here? Anthony. I think that's Sam, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate you. Mel, are you still here? Hopefully, Mel's still here. Mel's here. Good. Okay. Uh, ain't that Devin? Are you still here? I'm sorry about the delay on these guys. We got a heated like digs conversation, and like it just went. It was good content though, and I didn't want to stop. So Derek Carr or Jake Browning? Oh, I guess if Chase plays, I'd go Browning, and if he doesn't, I'd go Carr. 
But I hate this question, and I don't like either one of them. But I lean Carr because he's got, what, three touchdowns in back-to-back games. I just don't trust him. But that's kind of the way I would guess I would go. Do you guys, would anybody on the on the line rather have Browning over Derek Carr no matter what happens with Jamar Chase, who I think is probably missing week 17? Uh, what's the matchup? Uh, Browning goes up against, um, uh, let me put the, let me put the schedule up on screen here. He's playing the Chiefs. I'd probably go Carr. Yeah. I'd go Carr against Tampa. If he can draw him. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a close game. Maybe a couple touchdowns. Yeah, and Browning, yeah, Browning's a, it's at Cleveland. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. It's at Cleveland. So, yeah, I just can't trust that. And Tanner, Juwan Johnson or Tanner. I don't, there's got to be a better tight end option than that. I, I guess I go, is Juwan Johnson, like, even healthy? I don't even, to be honest, man, if uh, I would say I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I don't know that, but like at the same time, like I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, back to back touchdowns, back to back touchdowns for Juwan. The boy's doing it. I guess the answer is Juwan. Just just pure on pure numbers, you know. On what have you done for me lately? I didn't know he scored touchdown last week. I'll be honest. Like I said, I'd be embarrassed if it were a bigger name player, but it's not. So I'm not. Uh, who do I start at running back to JT, Zamir White, or Chandler? I could go JT no matter what, but Zamir White does enter the conversation if Jacobs is out, and I think Jacobs will sit, but we don't know yet. Ty Chandler's in the conversation too, but give me give me JT. And then at Flex, do I start one of those running backs or Ayuk? Honestly, I think Ayuk and JT are my two picks, but this is very, very close, and I don't think you're crazy to change directions. Megas, are you still here? Appreciate you dropping that. I go JT and IU. It just feels like the safest route. G Money, I'm sorry about the $20 hauler weight on this. G Money, I'm sorry. G Money, are you still here? Alert. Super chat alert. I, I really didn't realize how long I talked on that other topic, so I apologize. G Money says, Hey, Smitty, I know I don't usually. Um, I think talk about defenses, uh, but do do the chat. What does the chat think? Do I start Buffalo versus New England or the Raiders D versus the Colts this week? Chat, can we vote on this one so we can give G Money his proper um, attention? I, I I think I probably go. I probably go Buffalo because I think New England and maybe Travis can weigh in on this because he's a New England fan. I think Buffalo is hungry. I think they got to make turnovers and cause drama, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a crazy game for them. Buffalo's you know in control of their own destiny right now. Um, it's a tough defense. I know the Raiders are hot, but I think Minshew, JT. I don't know that there's gonna be as many like defensive points being scored as normal against the Colts. I think the Colts are they're going to do okay. Travis, do you do you feel like uh, New England's going to get run over or do you think they're going to continue to kind of like surprise some people a little bit here and there? I, I, I'd start Buffalo, but never underestimate the Patriots ability to screw this draft back up. Yeah, they, they kind of have been surprising a little bit, but I yeah, I go Buffalo. The chat's saying Buffalo. 
Buffalo, 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 yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo. Okay, there you go, G Money. Buffalo, it is. I mean, even if I barely leaned it, the chat is is saying Buffalo. Uh, is G Money still here? Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Travis. I was going to say someone who someone was asking uh, Vegas or Rams defense this week. I think it was. I might have talking about Vegas. I might have said Vegas earlier in the show, last show, but I I might be leaning more Rams now. Rams against the Giants. What did the Rams score on defense roughly last week? See. I mean, they're they're trending up, um, but I don't know. Yeah, they. I mean, they haven't scored in double digits in like half yeah. a season. So I mean, I'm I'm gonna say in that situation. Right yeah, that situation I'd probably roll. Raiders, let's see. Raiders have, I mean, the Raiders' last handful of games, 12, 29, 22. I'd go Raiders in that situation. I do like the Rams, though. Thank you, uh, Josh. I appreciate you. Did G Money, is G Money still here? Do you see G Money in here? Oh, D money still. I haven't Okay, here. Superfish, you talked about Jacob sitting two weeks ago in the Justin Herbert um, out video 12 minutes into it. Really? Okay, let me write that down. Thank you, Superfish. Um, two weeks ago in the Justin Herbert out video. Justin out. 12 minutes in. Look at Superfish. How Superfish Super, know that? Superfish always coming through. Yeah, how did, how did Superfish figure that out? Um, Thank you, Superfish. And even Super chatted to tell me. Superfish to the moon. To the moon. Thank you, Superfish. And I hope G-Money comes back. I, I feel bad G-Money didn't, didn't hear me answer his question. Um, Zamir White or Devin Singletary. I'll be honest, Wayne, I don't care if Zamir White is starting or not. I lean Singletary just Now, you know what? I don't know. That one's tough. If Singletary if if Zamir's starting, maybe this is even Steven. But I kind of want to lean Singletary just because he's been playing phenomenal. Stroud I th- I think is going to help him and I just feel like there's a lot of potential for Singletary to have a really, really, really big game. Whereas Zamir is going to have a good game. He's going to get a lot of volume. But he is probably still more susceptible to a bad offense. You know what I mean? Whereas Stroud at least is going to be in the red zone. I feel like you're going to see Singletary fall into the end zone. and then. So I'm going to say Singletary for me, Wayne. And probably no matter what to help, you know, assure you that that's my pick regardless of what Jacobs does. And obviously, if Jacobs plays, then you can't play Zamir. He did a haul of a job, says Jim. Jim, thank you. I hope Jim's still here. Jim, thank you. Perps in the building. Perps, appreciate you. Perps, call in real quick if you can. Perps, if you can. No problem if you can. Also, have a QB issue. Didn't play Flacco when I found out Amari was out. You're not alone, Megas. I'm the one that told Perps to not play Flacco and to play Mahomes. Although, Mahomes still gets to tell his story. And I admit, I was a little bit... I don't want to say um, upset at myself that I told Perps to put Flacco on the bench, but I'd say pretty close to upset about it, I guess. And 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 you know, Perps is my boy, and I, I feel bad. And and 
But at the same time, Flacco did nothing in the second half. So, like, if Mahomes goes out there and runs for 50 yards, doesn't have an INT, that that is the same thing that that Flacco just had, even if he has 300 yards and two touchdowns. So I, I feel like Mahomes could even outdo Flacco at the end of the day. It's Flacco scored two more touchdowns. I'd be pretty pretty bummed that I gave Perps that advice, but I don't. I think Perps, you can still win this, and I think at the end of the day, Smitty might be vindicated in his call. Uh, Mega says I have okay. Didn't play Flacco. I found out Amari. So do I start Tua, Goff, or Baker? Um, man. Man, I think Tua probably not because you have two very decent options. Goff and Baker, if I look at like the industry um, data on when people are faced with this dilemma, and I've got some data that I can look at and pull up and try and figure out, this data tells me that the average Joe out there is starting... Um, Baker over Goff by one slot and Tua is two slots or one slot two slots behind both of them so Baker by a hair Baker's got slightly the better matchup um But, I mean, Goff's capable at any moment. I just think Dallas, I'd rather have Baker. But it's really close, man. And Tua's not bad, but Baltimore's just a tough defense. That's the worst That's the worst matchup of the three. So, I lean Baker by a hair. Does anybody on the phone line disagree? I hate saying that because I hate starting Baker, but he's played really well. He's played really well. And the odds of, like, a Evans and Godwin touchdown or, an, like, two touchdowns feels in the cards for Baker. I go Baker. What was it, Baker and who else? Baker, Goff, and Tua. Uh, probably Baker. Yeah, it's, it's close though. Yeah, trust your gut, Megas. It's it's such a tough one. It's really tough. Uh, the perp perp say you could call in or not? Maybe perp is dropping a. I got a couple of super chats here. This one's from uh, Ain't That Devin. Appreciate you. And perp says super fish use. Use the Draven AI gigawatt flux capacitor to figure it out. Where's Draven been? Draven told us he was going to vanish if he didn't make the playoffs. Then he emailed me he made the playoffs, and I said, lies. And then I never heard back from him. <laughs> so I don't know where Draven went. $10 hauler from Ain't That Devin. You get a moonshot, moon. young man, for dropping a $10 hauler. Thanks, fella. Fellas, uh, big super flex league. QBs, Lamar. Three wide receivers are really J.J. Evans. Two running backs are J.T. and Bijan. Tight ends, Tanner. Um, and uh, flex, Addison. Super flex uh, is Browning. Bench, Carr, Jawan, Zamir, and Khalil. I guess I would probably sit Browning for Zamir if he's starting. But I'd also say that if you, you only you know your league... And if your league is not going to reward you for that based on the scoring, only you can know that. I, I, I can't I, I can't make this assessment in full. I can only tell you that I do believe if the, unless the scoring is obscenely in favor of quarterbacks, which it could be, then I'd probably roll with Zamir if he's starting. 
Um, Carr, though, look, what I would do is look at Carr. And Carr had three TDs in back-to-back weeks, so I wouldn't use last week or the week prior. But look at a couple of Carr's mediocre games. And if Carr is blowing away what Zamir White did last week, then I guess you got to go Carr in the quarterback. So I, I wish I could answer this, but I think I'm going to help you make the determination by looking at that. But look at what Carr did a couple games before that mediocre games, like a 202, and see if he's outscoring Zamir White in your format. But some super flex leagues quarterbacks don't score as much in others, and people just think you got to go with the quarterback. And it's like, no, your super flex league doesn't score really high for QBs. So it's not really better to start a mediocre quarterback. Um, thank you for the super chat. Jackson, uh, D- DJ Moore, Higgins, CMC, Mixon, Kelsey, Swift, Bench, Shahid, Ridley, Monty. Um, almost done with the super chats, guys. Hang tight on the phone line. Who do I start at the flex? Thank you. Um, I'm probably going to say out of all of these, who do I start at? Who do I start and flex? Well, you don't give me your lineup requirements, bro. So I'm going to say McCaffrey. Oh, your bench. Okay, I'm sorry. Bench, Shahid, Ridley, Monty, McBride, Mostert. Okay, so who do I start and the flex? So your your lineup is correct. I like that. If you need an additional flex, it's Mostert. As long as he's playing. If you don't need an additional flex and you gave me your entire lineup and you're asking if you should bench any one of these guys for Mostert, I'd say Mostert over Mixon. I like Mixon, but I don't know that Mixon's going to, like, you know, blow the top off the defense or anything, bro, you know? Like, I, I think he could do well, but I'd, I'd definitely play a, a, a healthy starting Moster, which he, he sounds like he's starting. Everything that I'm seeing is he's going to start, but that could change, monitor it. But I'd say you could keep Mixon in and, and sit Swift. Uh, Travis, would you rather start Mixon or Swift? Um... I don't, I don't even know what the matchups are. Um, Perps gifted 20. I'd probably lean Swift, depending on the matchup. Perps gifted 20. Who's Mixon? Uh, Mixon plays KC. Yeah, KC. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Swift, looks, Swift looks good now. Yeah, I'm going to say start Swift, sit Mixon, put in Mostert. That's just me. Baltimore's tough, but I mean, they look, look, look what McCaffrey did. Baltimore gives up numbers to to good elite running backs, and if you don't think Mostert's elite at this point, I I can't help anybody. So at least yeah, this year, Swift against Arizona. Yeah, go Swift. Uh, thank you, pal Carlos. And if you could start an additional player, it's Mostert. That, that would be it. Uh, let me see if I've got any final super TM forty two with the final super chat. And Joku got him. Hn Robinson Pickens at flex. I'm gonna go. I mean. Bijan, Achan Pickens. Ah, oh, bro. A lot of you aren't going to like my answer. I think if you need a big swing and you're okay with the risk and you're not going to blame anybody but yourself because you've got to make this call and I'm, I'm alerting everybody it's high risk, high reward. It's Babe Ruth going up to the plate and swinging. It could be a strikeout but it could be a home run outside of the park into the water. It's A-chan for me. But if you want safety, Bijan's pretty pretty solid and safe. There's some low, there's some risk. You know, his, his floor isn't really that low, but he's he's got some safety, I think, built in there. And Pickens, I mean, probably in between. 
So this is a tough one. Uh, chat, can we vote on this one? A-Chan, B. John Pickens, please vote for TM42. I probably would lean A-Chan myself, but that's me. I'm riding and dying on it. And, I, and I'm not even going to feel bad about myself or the content. If it doesn't work out, these things happen. And I still I still back A-Chan. I still believe in A-Chan. If I misdiagnose his volume and how much the toe is affecting him, then I live with that. And I'm fine with that. But no one's asking you to go on this ride with me and no one's asking you to put him in your running back one spot this is your flex spot and if you can't survive eight or nine points with your flex spot if let's say HN gets you four receptions for 40 yards and 20 yards rushing and that's all he gets and you can't survive that then you don't put him in like don't take the risk if you don't think you can survive it uh Bijan's getting the majority of the vote um I like that I like that call as a safe call, I don't mind it at all. It, yeah, Arthur Smith's the only reason we're not just punching that through. But, like, these are both two very... Like, I almost would say get Bijan and H-Han both in your lineup, TM. I just can't... I can't bear to see you bench Bijan. I can't see you bear to bench H-Han. I know that you're in that situation, but... <sighs> Man, that's tough. That's tough. Oh, no Bijan. It's Demarcus Robinson. <laughs> okay, then a chance the move. a chance the move for me. Maybe everybody else would vote differently, but it's not Bijan. Okay, Demarcus. Well, you said Robinson, TM. And you you put him next to the likes of a chance. so I assumed. Okay, uh, thank you for your super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, easy call for me, a chan but I, I do love Bijan. I do love him. If, if anybody is in the dilemma of Bijan versus a chan I'll be honest with you. Maybe I'm not even ready to lock that in. Maybe I need you to bring that to me the night before. Because I want both of them in there. I'm not sitting A-Chan. I'm not sitting Bijan. That's my final answer. Okay, um, let's see here. Uh, I think I haven't gone to... Who's been waiting a long time? Anthony from Georgia. Anthony, what's up, my guy? Hey, um, so I'm in the championship in my league, and I just have some tough, like, roster decisions. Thanks, Perps, for the 20. Um, so I lost TJ Hawkinson. I picked up a Conquell. You think that's a good play? Uh, a Conquell, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, I, I lost TJ Hawkinson, so I picked up a Conquell from waivers. Yeah. Um, who else is I available? Mean, it's okay. Like, it's okay. It's not good. It's not great, but it's okay. I mean, it was... It was between like him, Kraft, Hunter Henry, Juwan Johnson, Michael Mayer. You think Kraft over Aconco? I mean, do I for sure know? I don't. But do I feel like, you know, six targets, four targets, six targets, six targets for Kraft is pretty good. It is. One touchdown yeah. in the last three yeah. games. 60, 57, 60. Those are pretty solid numbers. Aconco, I don't know that I trust fully. Hunter Henry is also pretty decent. He's vanished before. He'll probably vanish again. But he did have nine targets, seven receptions, 66 yards, and a touchdown last week. And he had two touchdowns the week prior. I go Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 even, for, I even forgot he had three touchdowns in the last two games, to be honest, bro. I, yeah, I, he, seems like, he seems like he's got rhythm with uh, Bailey Zappi. Like he likes him a lot. Yeah, and de- and, and uh, oh wait a minute, that was uh, okay. So hold on, is he even playing? He, just check his injury. Yeah, remain limited. He didn't play last week. 
the only if, thing about Kraft I'm worried about is isn't Luke Musgrave coming back too? Yeah. Is, is he supposed to? Be? I know he's getting close. I don't know that he's going to be out there yet, but let's see, Musgrave. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll say this: if, if if Henry plays, I'm playing him. I don't think he goes out there on a snap okay. count. If he doesn't play, then, then Kraft, e- easy decision, I think. Okay, and then I have, I have one more, and then this is like a more tougher one. So I'm starting Gibbs, but my RB2 and flex, like, it's just tough. Like, I got Kenny Walker, George Pickens, A-Chan, Pollard, Zamir White, Noah Brown. Like, I need two. Like, it's just tough. Yeah. Tough decision. Like, Gibbs obviously must start at running back one. So you have Achan, you have Pollard, you have Zamir White. Kenny Walker. Jeez, bro. Zamir White, Pickens. I mean, you're, you're And then get- Noah Brown, like him and... Go ahead. You're going to get this wrong. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm just um, telling you up front, I'm not going to... No, like, no one's getting this right. <laughs> um, what about what about RP2? Who? Kenny Walker or A-Chan or Pollard? Like, my, my thinking here... Dowdle is out. And oh, so... I know, he's, he's got a tough match. Dowdle is out, so Pollard is um, likely to be, you know, upgraded to more work. But then again, you don't know. We have no idea if all of a sudden we're going to see both Deuce Vaughn and... Uh, Malik Davis on the field like more than we've ever seen and then we're like why is Pollard getting less work we don't know if that could happen yeah. especially after that touchdown misfire and in Detroit is tough so I I'd probably say like in a lot of situations I, I, I would say go Pollard because you know he's got you here he's I do in like, like Pollard is, is uh I do like that he's playing at home though I, I like that like yeah he tends to play better at home but because you are in a luxury, you know you're 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 in a situation where you got a lot of good options. So I would say Pollard almost almost gets ruled out here. Pollard. So that the then my next my next pick for me would be A Chan personally. But you got to be okay with the risk. I don't want to hear, it, bro. You got to understand he could get you eight points, five points, whatever. But he 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 has scored more than any player in in fantasy football at the running back position in twenty twenty. Three. He had a fifty-plus point he game. He has. I, I, I just worries me a little bit because I, I just don't know if he's hundred percent. He worries everybody. Toe. He worries everybody. He worries me. Yeah. I, he still worries me. I still worry about whether his toe is really bothering him more than we know. Will he go in and then come right out because of the toe? Will he not run as many routes as I think? I mean, there's worry there, but you've worry all over the board, bro. This is what is worry city right yeah. now. Pickens is he going to be consistent? He absolutely blew up. Um. So for me, it for me, it's Achan, and I don't know that K9 feels consistent enough to compete with a starting Zamir White who's delivered two weeks in a row, or a Pickens who just exploded. Yeah. Um, the safe yeah, calls sure. are a starting Zamir White and a starting Pickens. That's your safe play. If you don't want any worry or concern, this is probably the avenue you want to go. If you want to take a little gamble, you're just going to have to make the determination yourself on whether you want to sit white or sit Pickens for HN. And if you're too scared to go that route, there's nothing, there's no shame in that. Don't force yourself to start HN because I like him. You know? Can I, can I make a quick point yeah. on Zamir White, too? Yeah. Um, yeah. If he does play, 
the Colts give up like 130 yards a game to running backs, and they've given up a lot of points to running backs too. I just went back and like checked what guys are scoring against them. And so like when you say safe play, he really should be about as safe as they come if he starts. I mean, yeah. you never know. But in terms yeah, of just I also what Indy gives up. I want to see what because my like so my opponent started three months tonight. And I also have Gibbs and Sam Brown, and I, I kind of thank Smitty for this team. Like that, I'm like one of the reasons I'm in the championship is because like Smitty's show, like my team's insane. I think like I, I have Josh Allen as the quarterback, Sam Brown, Gibbs, Devontae Smith, and then like 49ers defense, and like I just. Like, I, I, I like my squad. I'm just, like, a little bit nervous about these two. Well, you got too much depth, RBs bro. You, it's, like, it's hard. Until Sunday. It's, hard to, it's hard to pick. You just got too much depth. It's hard to pick, you know, the right combo. But, yeah. again, if you want I'm safety, like, if you want safety, it's a starting Zamir White and a George Pickens. That's the safest combination. This guy, K-9's got a lot of volatility. Pollard's got a lot of volatility. HN's got a lot of volatility. If White's starting, he's at two games in a row where he's producing and Pickens just exploded. And I think he's got his momentum and his confidence and his, uh, I don't know, everything's kind of realigned. So Pickens is pretty safe in PPR. So White and Pickens, if, if White's starting, or if you want to take a little bit of a gamble, HN over White, if you want, is is a fun play, especially if you need a big swing at that point in the decision-making process. I, I got to run, Anthony. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks, pal. All right. Appreciate uh, you, Smitty. Yeah, Gorilla Kid, appreciate you. You're live. What could I do for you? What's up? What's up, Smitty? What's going on, baby? Uh, not much, man. Not much at all. We're going Kelsey McBride this fucking week. Oh, bro. I, I, this is the same question as last week. Uh, both of them kind of crapped the bed last week. <laughs> I would say you got to play both of them. I, this is the same advice I gave with all, all the Njoku questions. You got to play both of them. Njoku, Kelsey, play both of them. McBride. Uh, no, who? Yeah, you're the yeah you're the one that can't flex the tight. Dang it! Um, they put up the same shit last week. No. <sighs> I look. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I might regret this, but I'd rather regret it this way than the other way. I'm gonna say give Kelsey the one more try, Timmy T style. One more try. Nothing. Didn't know how much we missed you. Maybe maybe somehow some way. He, you know, he. I just think Mahomes and him find their rhythm this week. I think, I think right. they find their rhythm this week. I, I don't know that it's going to look pretty uh, the whole game. I just feel like this is the week. Andy Reid is. He knows. He knows how to fix this. I just think it's been a very, very like bumpy road. I just think it's going to happen. Um, okay. But th- this with, is uh, this with is a, a flex with a flex spot. You think, well, Pacheco's not looking good, is he? He's not going to play. Yeah, I don't I don't think so, which is more reason I think Kelsey gets involved. Um, McKinnon's not there to catch passes. Clyde's not really their receiving guy. Th- this is a risk. I mean, McBride is a monster. But you know what? Right. I, I kind of feel like... Um, let, me, let me pull up something on McBride real quick. McBride has been doing it all year, man. And I don't necessarily say that. I don't necessarily say that to try and in a positive in this particular instance. I wonder. (sighs) 
I mean, the thing is, he wasn't, he wasn't, well, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if, if there's potentially a little bit of wear down that's, it's only one game though, so it's really hard to get any sort of pattern from it, you know what I mean? But I'm just wondering, the way I think, Philly, I believe, will get up in this game, so the, the, the game script should be really good for McBride. Also, tight ends do pretty well against the Eagles, so it's like, as and Matt always said that in the chat, I think there's nothing wrong with starting both of these guys, and you can't do that. So you're forced to make a decision. And the honest truth, the truth of the matter is, it, and this could backfire me on me. And Perps is on the line right now. I just add him to the call. The same logic that I gave Perps earlier to start Mahomes over Joe Flacco, kind of maybe we don't know yet. Maybe could backfire on me if Mahomes doesn't outscore Flacco, or they don't score the same. So, you know, am, am I going with just the name? I don't think I am, but I, I do believe McBride has earned this. There's nothing wrong with going McBride. I just don't think I could go. I'd rather, I'd rather go down, like I said with Perps earlier, and I stand by my decision. It may not work out, but it may. It may. Mahomes could have four touchdowns, and I could end up being the victor of that conversation. Not over Perps, but over the debate that we had in general, everybody about it. And I know, and, and I'll admit, in purposes on the line, I'm going to talk to Purpose in a second about it. I admit, when Joe Flacco had three TDs and three and 296 yards, I think at halftime, I was a little worried that he, there could be some of that in the second half, and there was nothing. <laughs> he did nothing. He fell asleep on the bench. Right. Um, so I, I I feel like there's still a lot of opportunity for Mahomes to outscore that or outscore him or tie him. And if I believe Mahomes is going to have that big of a game, clearly I'm believing Kelsey is going to be a big part of that. I'm going to say final answer, Kelsey, even at the risk of saying at the end of end of oh, I'm done with Kelsey. I'll never touch him. I'll never draft him again. I'll never want him on any of my teams. I'm going to be so upset at him if he doesn't do anything. At the risk of all that, I'm going to say Kelsey. I'm going to say Kelsey. Final answer. Um, trust your gut. McBride certainly earned this as well. Also, you think Noah Brown gets any action with C.J. Stroud coming back? Um, yeah, I think he's a decent wide receiver four and solid, uh, solid wide receiver four and decent wide receiver three, for sure. You like Zay, you like Zay Flowers better than him this week. He's banged up, so we'll see. Like we got to look at the news, but I'd said I'd rather have Flowers over Noah Brown by a hair if Flowers is good to go. Okay. You think Rudolph gets Deontay started or no? It's hard to tell though. Deontay? I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Could I yeah. see him having 80 yards? Sure. But Pickens is, is in a yeah. groove. But Rudolph having that game he just had, you know, I don't know if he's going to have that in Seattle. All right. All right, Gorilla. Appreciate you, bro. Gotta All right, run. man. Be good, Smitty. Later. Uh, Perps, you're live. Perps, how you doing? How you holding up? I'm sorry about the, I'm sorry about Flacco so far, but it's a long, it's a marathon, the week, not a sprint. And let's hope Mahomes comes through for you. Yeah, no, I mean, ultimately it is what it is. Mahomes is top tier quarterback. Flacco was sitting at home drinking coffee until he came back. So. <laughs> I, I, it, only, it, go ahead. I was just going to say. The only thing that's nerve-wracking is Mahomes has only had, what, three games over 21 points mm-hmm. in a full PPR league. So, I mean, he's shit the bed a lot. But yeah. hopefully he's hungry enough after getting his butt kicked last week and they're at home again 
and they don't have, you know, Joe Shiesty to go against. So see what he has. See what he does. Uh, it would it surprise you if I told you though that Mahomes is still top five in quarterback scoring on the year? Because he is. No, not at, no, not at all. I mean, he's mobile. He's able to throw the ball. I mean, he makes things happen when there's nothing there. So it's the main reason I traded for him, and you know why I was on the fence on whether to start him with Flacco, just because the Jets D was that good, and clearly. You know, both those defenses today faltered, I'd feel, in the first quarter and a half. And then they locked it down after that. So, I mean, Flacco got all his yards in in the first half. Had he not done that, he wanted to put up as many points as he did. Yeah, I just think that when we talk about, you know, starting your studs, like maybe Mahomes has failed a lot of people, but he's still a top five fantasy quarterback on the year. He's in the top in one league. I looked at. I looked at four different leagues. He's in the top five in three of them. He's in number six in the other, just to kind of give variety of scoring. So he's a top five to six quarterback on the year, and I and I don't think there's anything wrong with expecting him and and Kelsey, your high drafted quarterback and tight end, to go out and have one more big game for you. So I I, w- I would gladly take the L that way than to sit him. Bro, can you imagine the state of like you're gonna be bummed if you lose? I, I, and I'm gonna feel bad that I helped in that by giving you the Flacco, no Flacco, go Mahomes. But can you imagine how depressed you'd be if, if Mahomes went out and scored five touchdowns and you lost and he was on your bench? You'd be like, why did I draft him then? Why did I draft him then? Am I, am I a Monday? Am I a box score, Bobby? What am I doing with my life? You just gotta play him. You had to play him. I think it was the right call. I'm not saying it'll work out, but it, for me, it was the right call. It was the Jets. It was no Amari Cooper. Flacco did amazing. Didn't do anything in the second half. Fell asleep on the bench. It still worked out for him. Kudos to him. He looked great. I'm excited for for Browns fans, but good God. Mahomes, do something. Make me look smart. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Do something, Mahomes. I'm hoping for a huge game. They lost Amari Cooper. Um, Brees Hall went out before me, but still have some points to make up and you know, going up against the number one seed who's ten and four to take that yeah. championship. So, I mean, Mahomes got me here still, even though he didn't put up the huge numbers. Yeah, but you know, the rest of the guys that I have traded for and drafted and whatnot helped get me there too. So we'll see what happens. Yes, sir. All right, appreciate you, Perps. Uh, Travis, you got anything else? Perps, you got anything else? I'm probably gonna jump. Um, I'm pretty tired. We'll be back um, tomorrow, though. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, in, in the case of that, too, uh, you know, Jets were the fourth best passing defense, and I think Cincinnati is the fourth or fifth worst passing defense. So, Cincinnati gives up big plays. So, there's a yeah. chance there, for sure. I, I really think I could end up being vindicated in this. It just looks bad early. This feels like predicting Gibbs to be what Gibbs is. It looked really bad early on. <laughs> but I think I think Mahomes comes around at the end of the day for me, um, at least in this call, you know. But we'll see. Yeah, but remember, remember, vindicated on what? I didn't come at you and no, I know. Get down on you on it? No, I got I got so down I mean, on I get down on myself. Day, I made my decision for myself. Well, sure. I know. I normally don't let it affect me too much, but this was one that I thought about a lot during the game. I'm like, damn it, I'm eating my. Uh, my pasta, 
and uh, Miss Smitty's left a little piece of of uh, the uh, prime rib dip that Miss Smitty didn't finish, and I'm sitting there thinking about how I screw perps. <laughs> or were you thinking about the comments Denny made about Miss Smitty before you went ahead? Yeah, Den- Denny definitely pissed Miss Smitty off on that one. I think she heard it. Den- Denny, does Miss Smitty think about me? <laughs> Denny getting creepy up in here. Den- Denny's got this obsession. Denny he walked he up. About. Denny walked up to random waitresses in Vegas when I was there with him, and just said, "Are you Miss Smitty?" And they're like, and I'm sitting there just putting my head down, and I'm like, Denny, I'm I'm sorry about him. And he's like, you Miss Smitty? All right, what about you? Are you Miss Smitty? And I'm like, Denny, first of all, when did I say my Miss Smitty worked as a as a cocktail waitress in Vegas when I don't live there? <laughs> what are you doing, Denny? <laughs> Sit down. Denny vanished, wandered off. We didn't see him till the next day. <sighs> Good time. Vegas. Denny. Uh, Mars, man, rock out. You're live with Travis and Perps. I'm not going to be here much longer, but I wanted to add you to the to the conversation real quick. Anything you want to ask, add, talk about? Yeah, would you... This is a sketchy question, but would you play uh, Minshew or Percent? <laughs> uh, let's look to the industry data on that one, just to give ourselves a little head start on how to attack this. Minshew or Brissett? Minshew is about QB 15 to 17. Brissett's 23 to 25. Um, the Niners are not a good matchup. Uh, I would I would consider that an F or an F minus. And I would say right. Minshew's got a C, like a Las Vegas, really tough, like maybe more pl- playing like a, tougher than that but like a c average type of matchup i would say give me Minshew. Yeah. there's no way i'm i'm starting brissette against the 49er defense that is upset pissed off and ready to take every yeah. single bit of what is come at them this week out on this man Briss- i'd be i'd be shocked if i'd be shocked if brissette lasted until halftime I'm not even joking. That's not me being. I'm telling you. Yeah. I will be shocked if Brissett makes it to halftime. They'll probably they'll probably put him they'll probably put him in a, a walking boot. I don't. I'm not rooting for that. I'm not I'm not celebrating injury. I'm just saying, like this this man's well, gonna get might, smashed. Might be three QBs in that game. Yeah, and I'm not saying Minshew's like, a great. Get out, and then Sam Howell get out. I'm not saying Minshew's a great play, though. I'm just saying, like, you know, the the briskinator is probably going to be in the oven, bacon, by halftime. But you don't yeah. have any other options, Rocco? Just those two? Uh, it's like a very shallow league. It's like like a 21 man league. Yeah. Hey, uh, Carlos says a super chat. JT, James Cook, Swift, Kenneth Walker, and uh, Carlos, you still here? And Rice need two RBs and a flex. So I'm going JT for sure. I'm going to go James Cook here. I know that he's been kind of hit and miss, you know, when you think he's going to do well, but like that's a good play. And quite honestly, um, 
it's your flexes between Rice and Swift. Uh, I think I think JT and Cook are locks. James Cook are a lock. Are lock. Does anybody have a preference on the phone line of Rice versus DeAndre Swift? I mean Walker. You could throw Walker in there too. But I think Swift looks really, really cemented into volume. The only thing about Swift is he could have that 95-yard game play really well and still only get you nine points. You know what I mean? Like you're, everybody's going to be like, holy crap, this is this is an unbelievable game. Swift looks really smooth. He's getting ripping off runs, but he has nine points. You know, that's the kind of production Swift can get you. So that's why I kind of yeah. feel like I'd probably go Rice. But it's a good matchup Eagles for Swift. running back much. It's tough. I mean, Swift's a nice call, nice play. Uh, the, the chat's saying Swift. I mean, I, I like Swift a lot. I mean, he's a moon man, so of course I love him. They're both good plays. They're very good plays. I, I'll, I'll celebrate Swift's success with you if you start him, believe me. Um, Yeah, let's look at Swift's uh, receiving line the last three games, and let's let that determine whether we believe he can maintain any sort of Game script. However, I I don't think the Eagles will be down. So I think that he will be running the ball. But will they save him? Will they want to rest him a little bit? Will they throw Gainwell in there and say, let's give Swift a breather? He's had 18 carries and 20 carries in back-to-back games. 74 yards and 92 yards. But even last week with literally not a lot of volume, I'm looking at the targets. It's not a lot. Three, It's 0-3-0 zero, zero, the last three games. Um, even with his 92 yards and a touchdown last week, he was running back 14. So that's kind of what I'm saying is like it feels better than it is at the end of the day. It feels like he went out and had a day, but it's because he gets very little targets. It, it ends up equating to a lot less than we think, and a Rice is a safer play. Rice is 10. This, listen to Rice's targets over the last five games. 10, 9, 10, 9, 12. Targets are more valuable than carries. Um... I mean, eight, he's got three touchdowns in five games. His his yardage totals in the air are, in the last five games, 107-64. He had a touchdown with that 107. 72 with a touch. 91 with a touch. And then last week was a mediocre game where he got six catches for 57 yards. He scored 11 points. Um, when Swift, who had... A very, very big game last week. Uh, uh, 90 yards and a touchdown. He had 15 points. So when Rice craps the bed 5 for 50 and gets you right around 9 to 10 points, he's still only 5 points behind Swift getting 20 carries, 92 yards and a touchdown. My answer is Rice. I think I just convinced myself without any sort of hesitation or equivocation to go Rishi Rice. The other thing is, if it's inside the five, there's a decent chance Hertz is going to run it in. Oh, yeah. So there's it, much less of a chance for him to just punch a touchdown in, too. So, yeah. So Rice over Swift I, for me. Lance Committee, you got to stack the chips. If Mahomes is going to do what you think he's going to do, he's going to need Rice to do it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and Kelsey, that's why I think Kelsey and Rice are a good place. In, in week in a week uh, six or week seventeen underdog draft, I think I'm going to stack the trio. Do it live. 
Because no Pacheco still, right? More than likely. Um, yeah, Pacheco's probably out, and there's no McKinnon, so you got that. I mean, it's definitely not a good, not a good week, not a good week to be uh to be an RB in that offense. I mean, like Ceh will probably get volume, but uh, start Eckler, Achan, and Evans, Olave, Rice. Uh, I don't know what you're asking here, Devo. If you're saying to pick, I'm gonna go. Achan over Eckler personally, but you got to be okay with the risk. I, you know, I I don't want to hear later. Not saying you would Devo, but hear later, Smitty, you screwed me. It's a risk. Eckler's a risk. Achan's a risk. Waddles out. Achan plays wide receiver. I just I like it. Yeah, Clyde is sick too, so Clyde you know may or may not play, but I think he'll play. And then of these wide receivers, I rank them in order of Evans, Alave, Rice. If you want safety, though, if you're starting two of them, Rice and Evans is safer than Olave and Evans, though. Oh, Olave's got more upside potentially, but Rice is probably safer than Olave. But Evans would be the one I pick. And real quickly, everybody, um, let's go ahead and jump straight into. Let's do one. Let's do one underdog fantasy draft. Okay, um, this is my best ball uh, team here. Let's see here. Let's go over to uh, drafts. Hold on. What am I doing here? Lobby. Best ball week 17. Click the green button now and jump into a best ball draft, everybody. Uh, If you're on the phone line, don't do it yet because there's a delay, about a 15-second delay. But Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY on Underdog Fantasy. Do it live. Jump in. Maybe we'll do two of these. So if you miss it right now, all you got to do to get into the next one, let's do two of them. To get into this draft, hit this link right here right now. I'm going to pin it in the live chat. Actually, I already have it pinned in the live chat. Code SMITTY will get you double your first deposit at Underdog. It'll double your first deposit and uh, you'll be able to get into a draft right now. Okay, so looks like this one's filling up. Three more to start. Hit that link, guys. Get in there. Two more to start. If you miss it, don't worry. We'll do one more. Okay, we'll do one more. These are these go very quick. Um, Devo, appreciate your super chat. And then there's one more super. No, it's D- Devo was the last one. All right, guys, on the phone line, uh, I'm going to let you jump while I finish this draft. Anything else from Rockout? Rockout, you got any final thoughts? All right, appreciate you, bro. Call in tomorrow. Uh, Perps, any final thoughts, Perps? Appreciate you. No, keep your head up. Mullen's in the crash, so we'll be good. Oh, my head's up. I'm not, it doesn't bother me like that. I I, I just, I felt bad for you, and and I'm like, man, but if he he has six touchdowns in this game, but the fact that he only had three and he had an INT and, you know, he didn't, he had nothing in the second half, I I think Mahomes is going to get that. He'll be fine. Either way, they score the same, I bet. Appreciate you, Perps. Yep, appreciate you. Later. I, I would have felt bad if it was yeah. six, but three, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not concerned. I think he's gonna be fine. Travis, any, any uh, final thoughts, Travis? Um, yeah, we don't have to do it tonight, but at some point, uh, Rasheed Rice would be a good dynasty. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. I probably won't go tonight, but I'm tempted to do it, but I, I'm probably no, not no, going no. tonight. Tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow midday. But just at, at some point. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Later. Thanks, later. Later. Later.
Okay, so Christian McCaffrey goes number one overall. This is a week 17 battle royale. It is all week 17. Everything about it is just week 17. Let's go with Kyron, baby. Kyron to the mother freaking moon. He's Kyron. He's seven feet tall. And he knows how to handle a ball. He's Kyron. He can take frowns and turn them upside down with his touchdowns. Good pick there. Okay, so Kyron, then when Debo, when Jalen Hurts, and now Perps is on the clock with back-to-backs. Perps to the moon. Appreciate you, Perps. Don't worry about me. You pick whoever you want, young man. All of you do. Whatever you your little heart desires. Jalen Hurts and, and A.J. Brown would have been nice. Let's see what Perps does here with his stack. A.J. Brown and who? A.J. Brown and who? Who's Perps grabbing? He grabs Travis Kelsey. Nice. Um, Rashad White, I like it. I like it. Let's see what I can do here. Let me get let me get prepped and ready. So we've got. Uh, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Um, had Puka not gone, I would have contemplated a little, you know, attempt at this Rams duo wide receiver situation. But I think I'm going to go with Josh Allen. And expect this monster game out of Kyron on the ground. Monster game by Josh Allen. And I'm going to head in this direction for the week 17 battle royale. Where you try and score the most amount of points in week 17 only. Using all the knowledge you know now. And underdog fantasy promo code Smitty is how you get it done and what you do. So hit that promo code. Do it live. Appreciate you all being here. Do I have that promo code here? Where is that underdog code when you need it? It's somewhere around here. Did I delete it? There we go. Underdog promo code Smitty. Lamar Jackson, Trey McBride, and McCaffrey. Interesting trio you got there. At the one spot there, pal. Tyree, Cooper Cup, stuff on digs. That kind of steps on my approach. I was going to try and go dig stack, but... That's okay, because Diggs is kind of like, you know, is even deserving of that pick anyway. Um, running back-wise. Tight end, George Kittle. Let's go Kittle. Kittle over the middle. Kittle over the middle. Doing it, doing it, doing it live. 203 watching says Travis only 108 likes can we smash that thumb up button please appreciate you Travis for manning and moderating all evening Um, there were some comments that I pinned here that I didn't get to yet that I appreciate everybody dropping uh, kind words and, and such. Um, where was that one?
Oh, this one. They appreciate this one, first of all, from uh, from uh, Huffman. Huffman said, Smitty nailed so many of his moon men just like he does every year. His prediction rate is insanely good. Thank you. Appreciate the kind words. There were a lot of you that were mentioning this. I didn't, I didn't have a chance to reply to everybody yet. I'm sorry. Thank you all for the kind words. This year's not over yet. We're still doing it live. And I uh, appreciate every single one of you in here. And if anybody thinks that 2024 is going to be the same as 2023, we're going to make 2023 our biatch. And we're going to have the best content we've ever had on this channel in 2024. We're going to be live more than ever. It all begins January 1. There's no break. There's no, there's no getting away, coming back. It is straight into the 2024 season. Some people can't handle it. Some people think it's too much. Some people need a break, but I don't. And a lot of people here don't. Some people do. And it's okay if anybody has to, you know, take a little break and walk away and come back. We're not mad at you. But we certainly aren't stopping. And it's going to be nonstop. So buckle up, buttercups. Oh, I'm going to time out here. You know what? I'm going to do this for all the haters. We'll, go, we'll just grab HN and put them in there. Because <laughs> I was going to time out. I did, I did grab somebody. So we just did it. We just did it live. <sighs> Carlos, appreciate your super. Pick two, DJ Moore, Higgins, Ridley, and Shahid. Give me... If, if T-Law plays Ridley and Higgins, if T-Law doesn't play DJ Moore and Higgins, and if DJ Moore doesn't play, then I guess you're forced to go Shahid. But hopefully DJ Moore and Higgins will at least be there for you if T-Law doesn't play. T-Law's kind of trending toward not playing. Is Sick Nasty in here? Hey, I know I don't say this enough. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't say this enough. Sick Nasty, sometimes you're you're in under the radar. Um, I appreciate Sick Nasty. Is absolute amazing moderator. You're not always here, which is not a judgment or whatever. You know, you have a life. So I sometimes don't even know when you're in here because I don't see every message. But I know, like, Travis is lingering because he's like, you know, oh, let's go, Evans. Uh, so my bad. Sick Nasty is an absolute amazing moderator. I appreciate Sick Nasty so much. I appreciate Perps. I appreciate Vamp. I appreciate Blackbeard. I appreciate Terry Roberts. These are all amazing moderators. Best mod crew in the biz. And Sick Nasty, thank you for everything you do. Appreciate you. My bad. I honestly think whether I'm here or not, if it don't matter. I honestly think whether I'm here or not, it don't matter. Oh, well, hey, to be honest, though, I usually do call you all out at the same time. When I say my mods, my sick nasty, if he's in here, Terry Roberts, if he's in here, Blackbeard, if he's in here. <laughs> I think you miss me say it a lot, but I do say it a lot. But I do appreciate you, and I'm sorry that I didn't include you. Sick nasty to the moon. Uh, Devo, thank you for the super chat. Perps, thank you for the gifted memberships. Perps has been doing that all show long, or I mean all year long. What a monster. Perps, appreciate you. We look for you, sick nasty. I, we always look for you, bro. 
So my team so far is um, Jalen Hurts. No, that's not my team. Kyron Williams, Josh Allen, George Kittle, Devon Achan, and Mike Evans. Stroud or Stafford? Probably Stroud. Swift, Zeke, Zamir, Henry. Probably Henry and Zamir if he's starting. Henry and Swift if Zamir is not starting. But super close, bro. Okay, so squad so far, or, or squad is, and it closes out to be Kyron, Devon Achan, Josh Allen, Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, George Kittle over the middle. Doing it, doing it, doing it well. Matt O uh, says, best mods in the business. Thank you, Matt O, for thanking them. And Sick Nasty, I again, I apologize, bro. Hope you're not mad at me. You need to call in more, though. I will say that. Eighty-eight point six to Nick. Eighty-three point five to your boy. Eighty-four point five for Cam. Perps got eighty-six point eight. Perps' team is Brock, Barkley, Etn, AJ Brown, Nico, Travis, Kelsey. All right, let's do one more, and then the top one was Nick. Nick got Lamar, Christian McCaffrey, Cook, Lashiva. Okay, nice, nice, nice. One more, guys. Click the Battle Royale Week 17. Link is pinned in the live chat. Underdog Fantasy, Code Smitty. Click the green button right now. Uh, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Just hit that link um, that's pinned in the live chat or in the description if you're watching a replay of this video the links in the description of every video code smitty essentially does the exact same thing it's just easier uh, to uh, to hit the link and let's pull this up one more time Jaime with the super chat thank you for your five dollar holler since McBride became the starter week eight tight end by averaging um yeah, Joku 17.5, Kittle 15.8, McBride 15.7, Iron Hawkinson 15.37, the rest under 15. McBride is the real deal, for sure, Jaime, for sure. And that's why I say it, it every other case you start both. If you got that, that guy didn't have the ability to start both. But I think if you can start Kelsey and McBride, you put someone like Swift or something on the bench just so you can play both of them so you're not running that risk. Can streamers see how many messages we've sent in the chat? I think I talk quite a bit. I can't see how many you have, but we have well over like 1,200 or 1,500 messages on the night so far on this live stream. Uh, McCaffrey. Let's go McCaffrey with this pick. Cue him up. Doing it live. Rockout's in this one. Tampa's in here. Oh, I'm not number one. Perps is number one. I thought I was the number one pick. I'm not getting McCaffrey. <laughs> I'm picking five. My bad. My bad. I gave away my pick. <laughs> uh, Perps is going to take McCaffrey, so he gets him. Do I mix it up and go Kyron? I go McCaffrey here. If you get a chance to get McCaffrey, you just take him. You know what I mean? Oh, Scared Scott. I forgot you were on the line, bro. I'm sorry. Scared Scott, what can I do for you? Poor guy. Have you uh, 
Well, you might have addressed it. I just turned on the show. Been there. Um, have you heard anything about Chase? Yeah, we did. We did talk about it on the APM show. He's um, he's practicing a little bit, but like it's. I think in preparation to get him ready for Week 18. I don't think he's going to play this week, but there's a possibility. We'll know more later. Okay. All right. Well, that sucks. Anyway, um, if Komet doesn't go, um, I have Taysom Hill sitting behind in one of these leagues I'm looking at. Do I? Uh, it looks like I could pick up Demarion Johnson or Tanner Hudson, maybe Conquo. Would I, would I make a move to one of those guys over Taysom? Jawan Johnson's got two touchdowns in back-to-back weeks. I think we came to the conclusion he was a better pickup than it felt. So I'd say Jawan. Okay. Right. Because uh, if Komet doesn't go, I've got, I've got him everywhere. Uh, all right. All right. Thanks, bro. All right. Appreciate you, bro. Later. Later. Scott. Scared Scott to the moon. Let's see here. So I went a little early on the Mahomes-Kelsey stack just because I wouldn't get it with my second and third round picks. I had to do it with my first and second to get it done. I think if I was outside of this crew. Um, all right. See, see you all. Who, whoever's bailing. This is the last draft we're doing anyway. Uh, if I was doing this outside of this community after I just talked up I think Mahomes and Kelsey do it in this week. They finally get it done. I think I might be able to pull it off. Maybe from a different draft slot. I don't really know. Maybe in the middle, a little bit more toward the middle. Or the beginning. Of the, like maybe the three pick could pull it off, maybe. So. Um, maybe I will go. It's tough to know what I'm going to do here. Got to kind of wait it out. Josh Allen, Kyron, and Puka is a nice trio from that two pick. McCaffrey, Evans, and Lamar is pretty solid from the one. Tyreek, Rashad White, and Olave from the two. These are all going to be good teams, but I, I do like that uh, Puka, Allen, and Kyron stack. That's kind of my favorite right now. On the clock here in a second, do I go George Kittle over the middle? I think I'm going to go with Diggs. This is going to be my revenge tour team for the for the like these are the guys that have been sharding the bed all year. Kelsey, Mahomes, Diggs. I feel like it could potentially be that team. And then we'll go here, we'll go Kittle. So, you know, don't normally go double tight end, but I think Kittle's going to have a big day.
Oh, super chat. Uh, Jaime, since McBride became the starter. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you dropping that. I didn't know if there was a question in there. My boy. My man. Perps with the back-to-backs. What's Perps going to do? Perps so far has McCaffrey, Mike Evans, Lamar, and Dallas Goddard. I don't know. I probably shouldn't have went double tight end. I wasn't really thinking about Kelsey that I took in the first round when I took it, but I do think Kittle has a big day. I think it could work out. I wonder if anybody's ever won with double tight end, so that was a dumb move, I guess. It's late. <laughs> it's late. I, I, dry, I was kind of assuming that it would great because it grays out if you take a quarterback. I was just, I guess I wasn't thinking. I was just thinking, okay, I still can take a tight end. I haven't taken a tight end yet. <laughs> but I still think it would work out. I think Kittle could have a wide receiver type day for sure. But I probably wouldn't have done that, I suppose. Damn it. Let's go with Alvin Kamara. Do it. Do it. Derrick Henry. Who are you going to add to your squad? You got Hertz, you got Taylor, you got Henry, you got Debo, you got McBride. Pretty good. I like it. Rasheed Rice. That was who I was probably going to take to try and stack it up. But that's all right. I think Adams could have a day. I think Pickens could have a day. Let's go Adams. This is the revenge tour team anyway. This is the revenge tour team. We've got Mahomes, Kamara, Diggs, Devontae, Travis Kelsey, and Kittle doesn't fit in here. And I, I shouldn't have taken two. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's a flex, but I should have taken. I mean, it doesn't matter. He'll probably score really well. Perps with the final pick. Mr. Irrelevant. It'd be funny if you take Brock Purdy. I know he can't because he's already got a quarterback, but take Brock Purdy as the Mr. Irrelevant. Super chat from Perps says, Kelsey is basically a wide receiver. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, Perps. Appreciate your super chat. Perps to the moon. Thank you for the gifted memberships. Perps is an absolute monster. Top team is Perps with a 60 or 86.3. Lamar, McCaffrey, Swift, Evans, DK, Goddard. Nice job, Perps. Rock out with a, a strong squad here. I like that team. I like the Puka, the Kyron, Josh Allen. Let's roll. Uh, Tampa, Fields, Rashad White, Hill, Olave, Nico, Evans. Nice. Like it. This one right here, Brock, HN. I like it. Good team. Solid. And the last team has JT, Henry, Debo. Nice. I like it. My team again, Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, Diggs, doing it live. I appreciate all of you. Please, if you want to do drafts like this, hit Underdog Fantasy in the description of the video if you're watching the replay or use code SMITTY. The link does that for you. The link's also pinned for anybody in the live chat if you want to sign up now so you're not scrambling to do this later. Next time, you'll be ready to go. Um, appreciate Christopher Smith with the $100 hauler. Thank you, Perps, for, for everything you've dropped today and tonight. You're the man, the myth, the legend. Anthony with a $20 hauler. G-Money. Is G-Money here yet? I mean, G I answered G-Money's question, but a little late. I'm afraid he didn't get it. G-Money was asking about 
uh, defenses, and he said in the chat, should I start Buffalo or Raiders? Okay, we said Buffalo. Christopher Smith, thank you for the $20 hauler. Thank you, DeBalt, Boone, Landon, Lucas, Kerry, and Thomas for Super Chats. Josh for a Super Chat. Megas, uh, Ain't That Devin, Mel Bailey, uh, Zach, appreciate you. Anthony, again, thank you for your Super Chat. Anthony Z, uh, your $20 hauler. Carlos and, and Megas were additional Super Chats. Superfish with a Super Chat. And for looking up that video, thank you, Superfish. Uh, I got that on my board here. Anthony, thank you. Uh, Jim, thank you. Wayne, thank you. Ain't that Devin again? Perps with another one. TM42, Carlos, Devo, Carlos, Jaime, and Perps all for the Super Chats. Brees Hall did his work tonight. Uh, Jerome Ford, probably one of the, the better kind of sneaky starts of the week. We loved him walking into this game. And he dropped loads on the field tonight. So congrats to everybody that got forward into, the, into their lineup walking into this game. That's why you watch the pregame show, baby. Don't miss a pregame show. We're dropping gems today. We're dro dropping gems today. Ford was was really probably the sneaky play of the week, to be honest. I mean, this might win leagues. This this play of Jerome Ford that, that we're talking about like mad before this game started might win leagues this week. This could be one of the best... Um, maybe even calls of of the week, like period, like this right here, Ford, um, getting that touchdown. Not just this prediction of a touchdown, but just the Ford play. But Ford getting his touchdown in the first drive of the 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 game. Brees Hall getting his touchdown in the second drive. Uh, both first drives for each team, scoring touchdowns, getting that underdog higher on both of these scorching. Um, hires here on underdog drum Ford and Brees. We we're just it, it was a great show. Don't miss a pregame show. Don't miss a pregame show. I'll see you all later. Appreciate every single one of you. Go get Brees Hall, baby. Go do it live. Get Brees. Brees Hall is eight foot tall. He will always answer the mother freaking call. Don't let him fall. In the third, don't stall. Just give Batman the freaking football. He's Breeze. He's Breeze. He does a hull of a job. A hull of a job. A hull of a job. Breeze Hall, please report to the moon. He does a hull of a job. And uh, this final super chat of the evening comes from our boy Chris from Vegas, he says, uh, Smitty, what are you most excited about for the offseason? I wish I could tell you there was like one thing. It's really all of it. Um, probably like things like a piece of breaking news. Like when one of the most fun live streams we've ever had was when Deshaun Watson was traded. And I think during that live stream, we hit 1,500 live viewers. <laughs> it was crazy. I believe it was that many. I I know it was over a thousand, well over a thousand. We had over a thousand live viewers. It kept climbing. It was crazy, and that's when we do our best work. So, Chris, the answer to that is when a big piece of news breaks, and all these other channels are just sitting on their hands, we go live. We go live. We do it live, and you know some of the news that like when Stroud was ruled uh, active for this week, he'll play. He passed the protocol. I didn't go live immediately because I knew I was going live at 8 p.m. And that happened a few hours before. Like, sometimes I won't go. I can't go live on every single piece of news. And, you know, especially if something's kind of like trending toward not. Like, Amari Cooper was ruled out. I went live. That happened right before the show started. But I went live an hour early just to make sure we got that immediately out there. 
So I can't wait for those kinds of things. And if anybody thinks this show is going to create less content now that the season's coming to a close, you've never hung around this channel before. So buckle up, buttercups. Get ready. Thank you, Chris, for your super chat, pal. See you all tomorrow. We're live at 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Deuces. Later. Everybody thank Perps for the gifted membership if you got one from Perps, man. He's dropping them all night. And uh, Houdat Lolo says, Hi, Smitty. How are you? Love or Kyler for the championship. Uh, leaning love. Um, breeze to the moon. Uh, real quickly for, for Houdat Lolo, um, are you going love or Kyler? Please drop it in the chat. Um, the industry you know, data for this one is love is QB number 12, 13, and Kyler is QB 9, 10. And Kyler's got, I would consider, a much better matchup on paper. You never know with these things, but I would slightly lean Kyler, to be honest with you. Um, I would consider it a B matchup schedule-wise. I would consider Love's a C. So, But chat, please drop a vote for this question. Kyler or Jordan Love, do it live. Appreciate you all. See you tomorrow. Thank you to Sick Nasty. You see that Sick Nasty? I, I listed you first this time. Just thank you, Travis Rowe. Thank you to all the other mods that may or may not be lurking. Thank you, Vampy. Yeah, some people are saying Kyler doesn't have very many weapons. Well, I mean, look, Watson's out or banged up constantly, you know, even if he was to play or whatever. Uh, Aaron Jones has been banged up all year, and who knows what you're really getting there. Uh, Jaden Reed's kind of not totally healthy right now. Um, Wicks has been banged up, but looks, and then it's like, you know, Kraft. I mean, come on, I don't know. I think McBride and Connor alone might be as equal to that, and then Kyler runs, and the matchup's better. So, I don't know. Trust your gut on that, guys. Logic for me says that the odds are Kyler's better, but anything can happen on any given Sunday, of course. All right, see you all later. Appreciate you.